show you are about to listen to is for entertainment purposes only. Some of the content on this show may not be suitable for all ages, and listener discretion is strongly advised. Everywhere you're going on this UK tour, photo shoots, you accept an award the other night for uh, TNA, uh, or actually female of the of the year in professional wrestling. What can I say? Yeah. I just have it like that. You yes, do have it like that. Show. Stand back, there's a hurricane getting kicked out the back fucking door. Oh, yes. <laughs> and a pirate, too. And a pi- No, I'm pissed off for that. Yeah. I'll get, get to that later. No, I'm not after that. And a diva. Yeah, and a diva. And an arachnoman. No, that wasn't him, was it? That, that was, was Brad oh, Armstrong. That was Brad Armstrong. That was Sorry. Brad Armstrong. Was okay, a referee, a zebra's gone. A zebra's gone. <laughs> yes, yeah, spider hasn't gone, but a zebra has. This whole WWF thing has gone too far. Yes, anyway, uh, Ministry of Slam radio show, uh, UK's number one. You wouldn't have guessed, would you? Um, live with, we thought it was going to be a full crew again tonight. I wasn't here last week. Um, it's good to have you back. Thank you very much. Good thank to have you much. back. Yeah, just uh, to let everyone know, thank you very much for the uh, kind well wishes uh, that everyone sent, posted on Facebook and emails and all sorts of things uh, last week. Uh, very, very late on, you know, about half an hour before the show was due to start, I ended up rushing out. Uh, daughter got t- taken into hospital, into A&E uh, last Sunday night, but everything's okay, everything's fine. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, I had to miss the show, but obviously priorities uh, what they are, but everything's all okay there. But yeah, thanks everyone for the uh, for the messages of support. So yeah it's cool well, we we were all going to be back here this evening we were yes but um we've got myself we've got andy hello uh lawrence is here what's popping people <laughs> you've been trying um, all night to say that haven't you uh, that's the second time he's done second it. time yeah he's done it on access as well uh but we're simonless tonight we are simonless we've got no simon Gone on the tra- faint train of fun yeah he's uh he's been uh, bringing back in time his delay on the line he fell asleep on jack's Swagger's train of fun and ended, ended up, up in, in weymouth la la land yeah <laughs> he was up in weymouth something like that yeah um, but no I mean he's uh, he will hopefully be back with us next week just got lots of work on uh, got Martin from FSM joining us from 8 o'clock tonight so that's going to be good uh, 
Uh, issue 51 of FSM Magazine is um, on the shelves now. Actually, two copies in studio at yes. the moment. Uh, Mr. Ziggles on the front page. And uh, a mention of Jack Swagger's Train of Fun. Yes, which is actually now got 113 members on Facebook. Jesus Get out. Christ. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Lawrence is still strongly against this. Uh, the Jack Swagger train Dude, of fun. Come, come to the dark side. Come and join I'm the not train of fun. That train of fun. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm just going to say that the average, uh, you know, decibel level of uh, the voices tonight, it's it. The average is going to be a lot higher we're all because speak really low. Yeah, we all have to speak really low. Simon. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> He's the man. The awesome one is saying, "I'll replace Simon." You what? The awesome one in the chat room is stating, I'll replace Simon. Okay, you've got uh, three hours to get to Bournemouth. Yes, and then the show will be finished. Yes, exactly. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, we've got Martin coming on a bit later. We've got um, we've got our next sort of little run of guests in the in the run-up to WrestleMania. It's we about do. time we announce who we've got coming up next week on the Go show. Go for it. Um, I don't even know. You don't even know? Okay. No. <laughs> Former TNA Tag Team Champion, Brutus Magnus. Well, we're coming Nick on the show Aldis. next week. Nick Aldis, good friend of the show. Uh, spoke to him when we uh, when he came down to Bournemouth for um, the Maximum Impact Tour. Going to be speaking to him on how the tour went uh, and obviously the changes in TNA. Last time we spoke to him was, uh, what about? Must last have been last summer, I think. Yeah, it was about that. September, October time. Yeah, well, between August to October. Yeah, definitely. Sometime around there. And of course, um, the new signee to WWE, uh, also in, a former UK gladiator. Inferno. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, that was a bit trademark. Funny. Yeah. Uh, she, yeah, she's been signed as well to WWE, so it'll be good to get his uh, point of view on that. So anything you want to uh, ask Nick, if there's anything, any burning questions uh, you want to ask about the British invasion, uh, send them in, studio at ministryofslam.com. And who else have we got coming up? Um, we're not sure what order we're going to do them. We're not. Because this could affect our WrestleMania. But it I know one, one person who I've always been a fan of uh, since, again, very back, back to my very early days of watching wrestling back in the like, late 80s, early 90s. And he was the best like, job guy in the world. And the, the one guy, you know, it always used to be Million Dollar Man against like... Barry Horowitz. Barry Horowitz, yeah. They'd throw these guys in there, just have the shit kicked out of Dwayne them. Dwayne Gill. Yeah, Dwayne Gill. He was the man, wasn't he? Gilbert. Gilbert. Yeah, and Barry Hardy was another one. He always got tag teamed with Dwayne Gill. And he looked a bit the same. And Gil they always Hardy. went against the Rockers. And yeah, it was stupid. But anyway, one guy who I always thought had the best chance of beating these superstars. He was in a tag team uh, with Paul Roma back in the day. Uh, Jim Powers. Oh, the Young Stallions. The Young Stallions. Yeah, exactly. He's going to be joining us. He's still uh, going really well. He's doing the uh, US independent scene. He uh, was in WCW for a while as well with uh, Teddy Long as his manager. He's going to be joining us. Um, we're going to be talking about what the 80s were like uh, in the Hulkamania era and early 90s. And uh, again, went to WCW around about that 95, 96 era where the NWO was really starting to kick off. And yeah. um, he should have some really valuable insights. He's, he's been in the right place at the right time. So that's going to be a good one. We're waiting just for Very a couple of weeks to wear that one. Mm. So yeah. that's going to be a good one. We have got somebody else for WrestleMania as well, potentially. Well, we've got we've got two people signed for WrestleMania, I think now, pretty much. Yes. Um, which we're sort of planning to, uh, to to get together. Um, we'll make the announcements as and when. It's too early. Probably yeah. not be able to get Triple H because he won't be doing much for WrestleMania. Yeah, he's, he's only going to be fighting Sheamus, yeah. and that'll take about two minutes. So he'll have plenty of time on his hands. Ooh. Mm. Speaking, of, we've got to get to that later tonight. The Elimination Chamber. 
the elimination chamber. Yes, we'll uh, we'll be doing a, a review of the uh, elimination chamber pay per view, and uh, yeah, we'll wait till where Simon's on. So Simon's on. Martin is on for that because I know he's got some opinions on the elimination chamber. And we've also got a special guest joining us for a little bit later tonight. We have. we uh, that's going to be about uh, what nine o'clock, I think. Yeah, nine p.m. four p.m. Eastern. Uh, coming on to, to have a bit of a chat with us, Lawrence. You've got a bit of a a bit of an announcement to make, haven't you? As far as uh, Voodoo Vegas goes, and. Um, the show and then the legends of rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's kind of yeah, giving it away. That, that, that now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. So, uh, Ministry of Slam and uh, and Voodoo Vegas are going to be uh, having a media partnership with the UK's number one uh, rock tour festival thingy. It's like tribute acts, isn't tribute it? Tribute acts. The yeah, best playing, tribute acts. Playing in all the O twos next year or this year? Is it? Yeah, this year. Mm. And uh, yeah, Ministry of Slam is having a partnership with Legends of Rock Tour. Yeah, so we'll throw on that soon. But yeah, we're we're uh, just sort of finalising all the details there. We are going to be uh, yeah doing some some ads for them. They're going to be promoting us as well. But it's all the the top like tribute acts, isn't it? We've got um, uh, UK Guns and Roses are on there. Um, I'm Gun, is that the, Guns? It's not UK Guns Roses, isn't, isn't it? Oh, it's yeah, it's Guns, guns Two Roses, isn't yes. it? Yeah, got yes, Bon yes, Jovi on there as well. Yes, loads of loads of bon, yeah, Metallica tributes. Metallica and then, tribute, but also at those gigs, Voodoo Vegas will be playing. Awesome! So Headline. there you go. Which, which should, they should be headlining, but yeah. they should be. Yeah, I mean, I think by the <laughs> time then, it gets like when it's Legends of Rock 2011, there'll be tributes to Voodoo Vegas playing. Yeah, there'll be there'll be a band called Vegas Voodoo, and there'll be a guy wearing a long wig and like trying to look like a kangaroo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also uh, on the, the kangaroo uh, thing, Meryl Mania will be back later on. Awesome. So tonight. yeah, you got to start sending me some private messages for who you who you want Meryl to be doing we tonight. Should, we should get him to do Trey Dog. I get to do Trey that Dog. would be That'd quite be interesting because cool, there's a picture of him. Trey's on the in our chat room, by the way. He is. Awesome. Yeah, so yeah. hello, Trey. <laughs> right. Uh, I just uh, before we get to the uh, seven at seven fifteen, I'm going to touch on uh, an email that I had. Now you don't know about this one. Uh, I had this a couple of weeks ago, um, and I, I just wanted to, to share this with with um, you guys. Uh, obviously, last week I wasn't on the show, so I wasn't able to read it. Week before that, it was everything's just been a bit chaotic. But um, I had an email from a guy called Andrew, um, and he, he sent this email. Hi guys, just a quick thank you. Within the last year, I've been having really bad seizures and was hospitalised several times. Eight months ago, I had the worst seizure ever and ended up in intensive care after going into a coma. Fortunately, I came out of it after two weeks, but was stuck in hospital for four months. As my big wrestling fan my brother downloaded your podcast onto an ipod for me and brought it into the hospital to be honest with you i don't know how i would have got through it all without your radio show within two months i'd listened to all of them and then started again you really made me laugh when i had little to laugh about so thank you so much for that i'm now finally out of hospital and have been diagnosed with severe epilepsy amongst other things and although i'm taking loads of medication it's still not controlling the fit so i'm basically stuck inside all the time watching wrestling shows and listening to your excellent show thanks again for making me laugh when i had little to laugh about and i'll try to listen to your show live in future and join the chat room fantastic so uh thank you again brilliant. i haven't even had a chance to reply to the email things have been so hectic but um i know andrew's out there listening so thank you very much for the email and uh you know we just you know come in here for three hours and tit about for you know every yeah, sunday completely um but you know it's, it's nice to hear stuff like that we're actually um you know people enjoy our show yeah man yeah. send us send <laughs> really us your nice. email us your address i'll send you some uh some yeah, we'll, t-shirt we'll, and a CD of Voodoo Vegas if you want we'll see if we've go. got anything we can send yeah as well. exactly yeah send, exactly. It, send it through and that is not an invite for everyone to come in and say oh my cat died can you send me some no, Voodoo Vegas no, stuff no no yeah. no no it's <laughs> special occasion on this one yeah we'll, so. we'll make a difference yeah I'll tell yeah. you what honorary hall of fame member honorary hall of fame member I think we can do that we could do that <laughs> <laughs> right okay uh, yeah it's close enough isn't it shall we um, shall we get on to our our brand new segment which uh, kind of debuted last week but um, yeah we 
yeah, do it properly because you know this is my little brainchild, and and you did it for the first time last week. So it's... I've tried doing it as good as I could for you. Yeah, that's cool. It's, it's good. It's it brought to you by uh, FSM. So uh, yeah, we've got to got to make it good. Got to make it good. Go so, for it. Uh, yeah, here we go. The UK's biggest wrestling magazine. It's the Hot 7 at 7.15. Great music to dance to as well. <laughs> as now uh, the whole studio is erupted in like Big Fish, Little Fish, Carbo Box. Um... <laughs> Which is uh, rocking out. The Hot 7 at 7.15, uh, oh. basically bringing you the, the, the top seven news stories of the week. Yes. Uh, and, you know, this, this week the, the top story is obviously not on that bit of paper that I've just picked up. It's on the show plan. It's on the show plan. <laughs> um, WWE.com confirms that Shane Hurricane Helms and Paul Birchall have been released. Uh, Shane's most recent WWE run ran, began back in 2008. Uh, where are we? Since then, he served as both the backstage interviewer and wrestler and performed as both Shane Helms as well as the Hurricane. He was arrested uh, in, along with Chris Jericho in late January for public intoxication. It was part of the ECW brand when it folded earlier this month. Birchall had been with WWE since 2005 and was also part of the ECW brand before it folded. There was talk he'd be moving to Raw. Maria Kanellis and Scott Armstrong were also released this week with more releases expected to follow. All former superstars will wish the best in all future endeavours. Uh, Hurricane, I can understand why they've got rid of him. Because he didn't really do a great deal. No, well, I mean, he's just had the, the month from hell, obviously, hasn't he? He, uh, yeah. he? I ended up with Velvet Sky in Bournemouth. <laughs> he went out on a drink and drugs bender with Chris Jericho, and now he's been released. So, so you're not going to let him forget that? No. That poor sod. No. Think, hey. Imagine if he goes to TNA, though. You've got competition <laughs> yeah, there, right. mate. No, yeah, right. <laughs> Stand back, there's a hurricane coming through. Yeah, okay, whatever. thing is, he couldn't use the hurricane. Stand back, there's a tornado coming through. Do you know what the main thing about hurricanes is? What? They blow. Anyway. It's terrible, mate. Yeah, it is terrible, isn't it? it really it's best I can think of on short, short notice. <laughs> um, I don't give a shit about Helms, to be honest. His, his days are, are past him. Um, you know, back in, like, 2000, late 90s, early 2000s, um, when he was, you know, Sugar Shane Helms in WCW, he was actually a good talent. He was being used wrong, but he was good. And but he, he's lost a lot of the ability he used to have. What is it we said a couple of days ago? They should um, bring back uh, Shannon Moore, who's just signed a TNA contract, and um, Hurricane Helms, and they could do two count. Yeah, or bring back Evan Courageous, who's do three count. Uh, I think budding. you've seen, seen Hurricane TNA. I think he'll go there. Yeah, yeah, it, it will happen. Do you yeah, reckon I mean, have his superhero gimmick? No, I hope not. <laughs> Some sort of superhero <laughs> Sticking gimmick. Sticking with Super Eric. Oh, good. And Curry God. Man. No. Please. Put him under the mask and be suicide. It'd be career suicide for him. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Oh, no, not right. Not right at all. But the big one, though, is Paul Birchall. As far as we're concerned, I mean, I've, I've been going off. People have been posting stuff on Facebook. And I like, no, the, the major one here is Paul Birchall. The guy has so much talent, and everyone says, no, he's shit. But the reason people think he's shit is because they haven't seen what the guy can do. If you look at some of his British stuff, he is awesome. Yeah, back when he debuted at Uprising and uh, The Final Frontiers, he was a, a monster. Gold Rush, mm. where he went, you know, when he went up against Alex Shane at the FWA, he was phenomenal. Yeah. And they give him a pirate gimmick. Yeah, Stand well, it's not going to help anyone, is it? No, no, exactly. In the long run of their wrestling career, he becomes a pirate. Yeah. 
It sucks. Mm. The thing sucks. is, they didn't even do it right. What they could have done is tied it in with Pirates of the Caribbean, but they blew that. Well, that's what they tried to do, but it just didn't work. They could have brought Johnny put, Depp in. I think they could have put him in a like a, a tag team with Coco Beware. <laughs> well, again, Coco Beware sits on his shoulder on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. But the, the guy can do a standing shooting star press, a standing moonsault. Um, he can... There's clips on YouTube. If you look up, go onto YouTube right now and just uh, type in virtual monster moments. Yeah. And uh, there's, I think I posted it as a link. So if you've got me as a friend on Facebook, go onto my wall and it's it's on there. Um, on my profile, and it's, it's on there. I posted it over the last couple of days and check out that video because it shows what the guy can do and he's he's awesome. So I'd love to see virtual in TNA part of the British invasion. Yeah, he'd be yeah, fantastic. Exactly. That would be good, man. Or go into a feud with Rob Terry for the first thing and win the global championship. Mm. Big Rob, I'd like to see that. I think he's going to be getting a push in TNA. Unfortunately, yeah. by the yes. look of it, yeah, <laughs> he went over Ken Anderson of all people. Yeah, well, after Triangle beat yeah, the shit out. Yeah, but he still goes down as the man who handed, you know, a loss to Ken Anderson. It goes in the record books. It was Rob Terry. True. Okay. I know he he Pope was like, it as well. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Uh, we had uh, Scott Armstrong, uh, WW official, uh, obviously a member of the the Armstrong family, uh, son of Bullet Bob Armstrong and uh, brother, brother to James. Brad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. BG James and uh, uh, yeah, Brad Armstrong, and you know, there's about twenty of them. Uh, Armstrong family. So again, presumably because they haven't got the ECW brand now, they're just trimming down the referees. They don't really need them. The thing is, the one that I was more shocked about was Maria. Well, they were doing the, they were doing storylines with her with Matt Hardy, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I everyone, if you've listened to this show for a long time, I used to go mental. mental over Maria. I thought she was the best thing ever, but then she took her clothes off, and I wasn't interested anymore. But it was like, so hang on a minute. If Velvet Sky posts for Playboy, yeah, but you could tell that's going to be good. Oh, you know that's going to be good. <laughs> but you said the same thing about Maria. Yeah, but, no, I never it, said the same thing about China. <laughs> uh, no. I don't know. I've got I've got more faith in the fact that Velvet Sky Naked would be awesome. Uh, but Maria, it's like if you it's coming up to Christmas. All you want, you know, you're a ten year old boy, and all you want is an Xbox 360 every day. You're like looking in the like Argos catalog at an Xbox 360. That's all you want, and a parcel appears under the tree a couple of days before Christmas, and you think that's my Xbox 360, and you're looking at it, and you're looking at it, and um, it looks so good sat under the tree, and then you. Christmas morning you rip it open and your mum says I couldn't afford the Xbox 360 so I got you a Mega Drive that's what it was like the disappointment <laughs> it looks so good with the wrapper on oh dear she looks so Dude, good in her clothes she takes random them off. descriptions of a naked Playboy thing but it a is Mega so. Drive yeah she's like a Mega yeah, Drive yeah she's the Mega Drive of Playboy basically right as far as I'm concerned Tiffany no she had be. weird tits I didn't like them they like, were airbrushed <laughs> oh god knows what they look like before. she'll be in TNA yeah she will be. she probably will be as long as they take her back to the ditzy backstage announcer yeah because they were giving her too much of a per- she suddenly went from being a dumb bimbo to quite having a little bit of intelligence and it didn't suit her and there was that character they did with her where she'd um, she was the ditzy backstage interviewer but there was a courtroom thing with oh Eric Bischoff that was it yeah and she comes in and just like recites all this legal jargon and everyone's like what they the could fuck have, they could have done something with that yeah and they dropped it the following week and took her straight back to the Ditsy Blonde yeah, yeah. thing is though the, these are the first three releases four releases yeah and there's going to be more coming who the hell is next Triple H Layla who Seamus Layla oh Layla Seamus 
<laughs> what? He's had his run with the belt and thing. Yeah, they don't need oh, him anymore. God. Yeah. Put, really put him on NXT like as a no, rookie. I like Seamus now. NXT as a rookie, that's what it needs to do. Uh, Jack Swagger. He Maybe. Could potentially. Maybe. Train of fun chuffs out of WWE. He was on Superstars, wasn't he, this week? Oh, that's a death nail in your career, isn't Against it? Against Superstars. Maria. <laughs> Against Maria, yeah, and the Car- and Carly and Matt Hardy and a and oh no, and that wasn't it. He sure, was, Matt Hardy could be against Santino. Yeah, else. superstars don't really watch it much. Matt Hardy could be in trouble, you know. Well, that'd be good though. Going, to, they wouldn't get rid of him. So he'd stick him in TNA and then the Hardy Boys back. Hardy in Boys, TNA. yeah, that'd yeah, be that's never a good point. That. Train of fun is chuffing to TNA. <laughs> yeah, what? Well, that's good. That's good. Um, Quick stop over at ROH. <laughs> Go back to Weymouth and pick Simon up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Maria posted the following on her Twitter following our WWE release alright guys let's talk I did not ask for my release I was released I'm still going to kick ass in other areas Uh, I'm excited about the future but I'm sad about never getting the championship why are you sad about never getting the championship Uh, I'm sad about not getting the chance to go to Wrestlemania again Uh, passion is my motivation time to sing time to work for charity time to dance time to be alive again much love to my fans in capital letters my family in capital letters the divas in capital letters and my friends also in capital letters there is a bright new future when one door closes another opens bring on the doors spanks and kisses well, she's fucked in the head basically well, well my she? view is that women's wrestling in WWE is shit so it doesn't matter who they release because it's all shit yeah all Sorry. I say is just bring on seven days time what TNA Monday night oh yeah 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 impact yeah. Maria will be there do you know they should scrap the Divas division and uh, bring yeah just bring Batista out to the ring with two Barbie dolls in his hands like that, one that, in each that hand would be and just better like, and just like bang them together like bang, bang 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 and then put one on top of the other ref counts one two three that's much more entertaining so he could bring out and control Kelly Kelly and Michelle <laughs> yeah I said Barbie doll didn't yeah. I yeah <laughs> <laughs> Barbie blank Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, so I don't know. I, I, I'm not really surprised. I'm a little, as I say, disappointed about Birchall. One because he's from the UK, and B because he's yeah. But man, it could be the greatest thing exactly. if he ends up in TNA. I was mm. about to say, one door closes, another major door opens, and who says you have to be in the WWE to be over as a major star? Exactly. Not me, brother. Kurt Angle doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, number two, the second biggest news story of the week. Uh, now this is an interesting one it slipped under the radar for a lot of people but um, major superstar possibly gone from TNA uh, it said that Sting's name isn't mentioned too often these days by TNA officials it'll be interesting to see if he's at the March 8th Live Impact a show that's being considered as an all hands on deck type of show that could indicate that Hogan and Bischoff have given up on Sting for the time being after he missed last month's pay-per-view and Impact tapings now I didn't know that he actually no-showed the tapings and the yes. pay-per-view yeah I didn't know that. I, I think he probably was at the tapings. He's just stuck up in the ceiling still. They just forgot yeah. he's there. And they're and sh- he's, he's actually, shouting down. He's run out of food and water and he's died. <laughs> he's been there since January the 4th. <laughs> he's, th- he's dead now. You walk into the event. What the fuck is that smell? <laughs> oh, he's taking, he's taking the crow gimmick a stage too far. <laughs> the next thing you hear is like a, a fan in the in the uh, arena. A baseball bat drops on there. Ow, what the fuck was that? <laughs> it's rotten arm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just hanging. The thing is, though, if Sting is gone from TNA, and we're going to get on something a little bit later in the newsline about <laughs> the Warrior and the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Sting, I'm so Hall close to fame. having 10 quid Sting's from... Sting's not gone from TNA. Oh, it could be a leaked storyline. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. But can you imagine if Sting is gone? Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he's gone. It'll but then again, if Sting goes to the Hall of Fame, right, he can go to TNA and give the Abyss his the Abyss <laughs> his Hall of Fame ring. Then the Abyss could have They'd the be power like, of um, the Wonder and, Twins. Yeah, the, the Wonder Twins. 
Powers Unite. <laughs> the Wonder Twins or the Blunder Twins? Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, The Abyss is really changing. The Abyss, yeah. The Abyss is awesome. Uh, if you haven't seen Impact this week, uh, Ric Flair will annoy the living shit out of you. <laughs> it's almost like a Sting promo where he says the name of the competitor oh, at the God. end of every sentence. That has been the best thing about not having Sting on TV. The fact he said, well, you know something, Kurt? Well, Kurt, when I have a match with you, Kurt, what I'm going to do, Kurt, is I'm going to beat you, Kurt, and then, Kurt, Sting, I'm going to be Sting the Sting is going to be back in TNA. If he wouldn't have been there all these years, <clears throat> working his ass off, well, working to help build the build the company, and then when it has the big break and it's going on Monday nights to be like, oh, I don't want to do it no more. He's going to yeah. be there, man. See, I'm sure I saw um, within the last month Dixie Carter say something like, "We've signed Sting to a new one year deal." She said something about that, yeah. So, but then again, they can always feature Endeavor him because the WWE superstars are on guaranteed contracts and they get future endeavoured well yeah but why release him after they've just like spent a one year thing is though signed a one year contract they're stupid because they should be playing games because if Sting if they release Sting he'll Mm. go straight to Vince and you've then got a major feud Sting versus The Undertaker oh could you imagine that Sting versus Triple H Sting versus Cena Sting versus (laughs) Batista I don't think you'll ever see Sting in WWE Mm. I think it'll happen at one point nah not, not anymore be good to see him with the old he would have been better you know 1997 when he first did the crow gimmick I'd have liked to have seen Sting in WWE I'd love to see the old Sting (coughs) in WWE yeah that had its place and time yeah 80s and 90s but it oh no I mean the thing is if Sting went to WWE how much how many of the WWE universe would know of him that much now the kids yeah I don't think they would no probably not Really, it's not like it was ten years ago. And it's Monday not like Night Wars. if you look at any of the. I mean, even if they watch TNA now, even if they've watched it since the Monday night, all you've seen is the guy once, like in the rafters. Twice. You look at TNA wrestling. Oh, was it twice? You look at TNAwrestling.com and any of the TNA promotional stuff, and Sting is never on any of it. It's always Angle AJ. Um, you know, Hogan, the house obviously. that AJ built. <coughs> yeah, I've got a frog in my throat. You have. I've got a hurricane in my throat. That's where he went. <laughs> Uh, right, so yeah, that's that's Sting, possibly gone from TNA. Who knows? Uh, number three, TNA. This is big for the UK, by the way. This, this is very. This big. is massive. It's it's <laughs> extreme, devastating. Yes. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh uh, no, not again. <laughs> TNA have announced a new pay per view deal for the UK with their huge monthly events broadcast on the Extreme Sports Channel. <laughs> The shows will air at 10pm on the Friday following the live US transmission, starting with the company's Destination X Supercard on March 26th. Uh, Extreme Sports can be found on Sky Digital Channel 419 and Virgin Media Channel 527. It's free as part of Sky's News and Events Pack, uh, or Virgin's L offering. Oh, they do small, medium, large packages, don't they? Yes. But that's the large package. Yeah. Go large with TNA. Uh, the <laughs> channel will also start airing TNA Explosion, a one-hour job sh- oh, sorry, a show of highlights and new matches. On Fridays at 9pm, also from March 26th, uh, Impact will stay at its current home on Bravo, where it's shown every Saturday night at 9pm. Um, yeah. And this is good news, man. It's good news for us, but... yeah. With Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair and all the push that TNA's having, mm. I'm surprised it hasn't gone on the more mainstream. Like Channel Five picked it up. Like something like Channel Four's got Five USA. Why is it going on the, the Extreme Sports Channel? I haven't even got a problem I mean? with it being on Extreme Sports. I've got fact a problem. We've, with we've it. got to wait until the Friday. Yeah. Because even yeah. on when it was on Bravo, we used to get it on the Wednesday. Wednesday. But the only good thing about that, okay, I mean, you know, the internet fans are going to get it via torrent. I mean, yeah. That's, yeah. You know it's going to happen. But, or TNAVideoVault.com. Or TNAVideoVault.com. <laughs> but 
if you watch it on Friday, you've then only got to wait 24 hours and you've got impact. True. Whereas yeah, on Bravo, true. you had to watch it on Wednesday. If they do it any better than Bravo did, and they won't put an ad break in between every single bloody match and make oh. it four hours instead of three. Yeah. And then you've got impact the next night. Yeah. And yeah. for what it sounds like, it's going to be three-hour pay-per-view. So they are going to do it either an entire pay-per-view with no ads, mm. or it'll be an ad in between the odd match. But, I mean... <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. The, the good thing that, that you get, though, as well, is TNA Explosion. So we do get to see more Kyoshi versus Kip James matches. Woohoo! But I, I, am, I, mean, I am surprised that not a bigger, a more mainstream channel's picked up TNA. Mm. I'm not. No? No, because it's getting big again, but it's nowhere near as big as what it was. I'm surprised it didn't go to Virgin 1. Yeah. Very surprised they didn't get it on Virgin 1. Or Isn't it bigger than it's ever been? It is. But well, I don't Hulk, think a, I don't think a main special channel will take it. No, no. I don't personally because it's not doing fantastic ratings on Sky Sports. TNA's beating the WWE. Yeah. If it had gone to Virgin One, it would have been better for them because they could have got the Freeview audience as well as the Virgin as well as the Sky. Mm. And sticking it on the, on Extreme Sports, you're only getting two platforms. But at the end of the day, at least we're getting the pay per views. Well, that's true. And, um, we're not, and we're not watching it on video, right? Well, the, the one thing I, I think would have been would have been better, and this is something that I think I was expecting, was you know you could have had. I'd have liked the announcement to be right. TNA pay per views are back on Wednesday nights on uh, on Bravo, but they're three hours uninterrupted by commercials. Plus, the other main announcement is we're going to be showing um, TNA Impact at midnight or two o'clock or whenever it's whenever it's on at the same time as it airs in the states well, that killed tna though in the uk because you got raw live and you got tna live and at the yeah, moment tna is much more popular than like in the well in in relation in the in the uk than it is in the states yeah there's much more of a like the ratio of, of fans there's more tna but fans you, compared to wwe if you saw it on sky and you saw wwe raw yeah live or tna impact mm. live yeah as much as we know tna is a better product yeah what would you go for it's on sky sports i don't want to see bret hart falling over whilst he's pushing <laughs> over TNA, man yeah definitely you got total non-stop aj rick flair total non-stop aj definitely <laughs> tna <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I mean, I've said this since the you know the fourth of January thing. I don't. Yeah, they've still got a lot of work to do, and they still do a lot of fuck ups on TV, and still a lot of it doesn't make any sense. But at least they're giving it a go. They're trying new things. It is a better product. Stuff. Whereas WWE and is like just. I said last week, anyone whinging at TNA's got rubbish. Is like it would never have had this push and been on Monday nights if Hulk Hogan wasn't there. Yeah, it's just hang in there, and it's going to be awesome. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, someone's just come through our front door. Yeah, it's that side. Did you hear the train of fun pull up, pull up outside? It, it might, might be Simon. It might, might be Simon. It might be someone else. It might be someone else. <laughs> they might be coming in to arrest us. Anyway, so uh, yeah, TNA uh, new UK pay per view uh, deal, and yeah, it's going to be on the Extreme Sports Channel. So that's good for us in the UK. We still need a UK pay per view though. Man, yeah, do a TNA UK pay per view. I think it's just a. Oh, well, again, this is something we can, um, you know, get Martin involved in uh, when he when he comes on in about half an hour. We've got um, FSM magazine like right next to us here. There's an article um, in the magazine by Matt Barnes, Matt, who's uh, who's been on the show before, um, about a UK-based. Is Matt that wrote that one? Wasn't yeah, it? I think so. Yeah, about um, a UK-based WWE. No, it's not. No, it's not. Sorry, different guy. Uh, I thought it was Matt, but no. Uh, whether or not WWE should do a UK only pay per view like they did, um, you know, SummerSlam um, back in the day. You know, have it in the UK, but you know, 
people in the states can watch it as well they've done mm. things like rebellion and insurrection capital carnage all that sort of stuff but um you know a, a proper wwe pay-per-view held in the uk would be good so i mean if tna could do something like that beat wwe to it yeah it'd be fantastic yeah a major coup in the net with, for them. With, with all of them coming over though it's mm. Hulkster, Wembley you know. yeah Wembley exactly. would sell out within a couple of minutes mm. you reckon Wembley 90,000 people Wembley Stadium Wembley Arena oh, not Wembley arena Stadium was, yeah. yeah do arena, d- the arena first yeah. I mean, the at- Build I mean up you know it. what the atmosphere was like when you saw it in January yeah amazing and mm. we know what it was like when we saw it in January yeah. and that yeah. was only highlighted by Angle versus Jarrett yeah so you can yeah. imagine if Hogan and Easy E came dude, out dude if Hulk Hogan came to the UK we would be having to oh. pull you back from going in It'd be running amazing up I'd love to see him it's one thing I want to do in my life is see Hulk Hogan Hulk up <laughs> in, in real life it's going to be amazing we'll, we'll have him brought into the studio next week and he Dude, can do it live do <laughs> I can't wait oh, uh, what have we, uh, first like few news items what have we got going on in the chat room what have people been reacting to uh, uh, talking about stuff? yeah they're talking a lot about the TNA uh, pay-per-view yeah, uh, deal. Um, Simon, you mentioned about uh, Simon. Sorry, Lawrence, you mentioned about. <laughs> we're all doing it tonight. Um, going on to Channel Five. A lot of the chat room was saying no, that wouldn't work. It would get zero ratings if it went to to Channel Five. Um, a lot of people are talking about oh, the they, ITV. They're, they're all disagreeing with me, are they? Yeah, well, I'll start my own wrestling promotion and <laughs> sh- prove them all wrong. <laughs> okay, we'll commentate for you. Um, <laughs> Then uh, they're talking about the ITV Celebrity Wrestling Show yeah. that took place with Kate Fordson presenting it with Roddy Piper. Oh, Christ, I forgot That's not that. wrestling. No, I no, thought they said that was more like a, a cheap version of Gladiators, yeah. yeah. And Gladiators was cheap enough on its own. Oh, it was fantastic, though. D'Lo Brown and Joe Legend. That was terrible. That was shit. Yes. Who was on that? Was that Hogan? No, that was... Hosting it. No, it was Piper hosting it. Roddy Piper Oh, yeah, Piper hosting it. It was the hot rod, because it was meant to have been wrestling. so cold. No, Goodies dickhead husband oh yeah that oh, Dan Br- uh, Dan Scott Fraser. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, think we should it, yeah. even talk about that yeah, I think I've, my brain <laughs> has selectively blocked that from existence yeah well done, although brain. now I want to watch it but that's gay <laughs> no it's not <laughs> thank you very much oh dear right what's next what's next okay uh, Bubba the Love Sponge this is interesting uh, issued this statement uh, in response to Awesome Kong's lawsuit against him which claims that he threatened her over the phone on February 10th uh, he says this morning I was made aware of allegations made in a petition for full bill of discovery by Miss Kia Stevens uh, a professional wrestler with total non-stop action wrestling uh, the allegations in this petition are 100% false to be clear any, everything contained in this petition is not true Miss Stevens attributing outrageous racist statements and physical threats to me is disgusting we can prove without any doubt the allegations made in this petition are false. Uh, first, Miss Stevens claims that she was called on the air at 5.08am on February 10th. We are not even on the air till 6am Eastern time. Uh, we have phone records and eyewitnesses that account for my every movement that day from 4.50am forward. No call was made to Miss Stevens at all. We will be pursuing all legal remedies available to us in the state of Florida to fight these deliberately malicious allegations. Interesting. Yeah. Why? Yeah. What do you think Kong's motive is? I think she, if he if he legitimately has got proof and it's her trying to stir up shit, I reckon she is pissed off for the fact that he was walking around TNA, you know, or, uh, you know, and bullshitting about Haiti and, and saying all this stuff, and nothing happened to him, and she was the one that got fined, mm. suspended, sent home, and all that sort of stuff, and nothing happened to him. I reckon she might have she might be seeing if she could have set something up to try and you know bring him down man, if, she, if she if it's all like set up if, if she's lying there'll be phone records 
Well, yeah, exactly. exactly. That's what they're saying. And they're obviously, you know, he, to make a statement like that, you've obviously got to know that there's not going to be, uh, you know, you're not going to get pulled up on it. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. But Bubba's made no more comment about it, has he? No. I asked you that earlier on. Well, no, he's, he's covering his ass basically now, not not saying anything else about it. Um, I mean, you know what Kong should have said? Well, Stop calling me on the phone, you motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, brilliant. Uh, right. Uh, what else? Um, right. The original plan. Right. I'm going to speak to Martin about this. He was so close to owing every buyer of Fighting Spirit magazine a tenner. Tenner. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. Uh, the original plan for this year's 2010 WWE Hall of Fame ceremony was to feature former WWF champion, the Ultimate Warrior, as the star inductee. Do you think he'd run on and, like, shake the ropes and, you know... That'd be awesome. It would be awesome. You, Hall of Fame! (laughs) Even if it it was shit, it would have just been funny. It would have been the funniest thing ever. Warriors. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Halfway through the induction, you, Hulk Hogan! (laughs) Hulk Hogan! Uh, Right. Hulk Hogan! Warrior reportedly agreed to be inducted. Martin, are you hearing this? He agreed to be inducted, <laughs> but then made a decision last week to pull out. Uh, Stu Hart is expected to be announced as the next inductee into the class of 2010 uh, next Monday. Uh, the belief is that they'll play off this storyline wise as Vince McMahon giving a peace offering to Bret Hart. Uh, the company's already teased inducting Stu Hart this year on television. Now, the only thing about that whole statement I don't agree with is using an induction for a storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Stu Hart should be inducted for Stu Hart, not for this shitty Bret Hart Vince McMahon storyline. Which doing is at the going rapidly downhill. It's going it's terrible, terrible, isn't it? <laughs> terrible. It was so good. <laughs> the first week he came back, everyone loved it. It was great. It was, you know, it was that first. Uh, it was Monday the fourth of January. January. The, you know, the live shows TNA and WWE against each other, and it was great to see him back on TV. Even if you preferred Hogan or if you preferred Bret, the, the Bret thing was still good. It was history. It was. It's, it's, it's been crap, man. I mean, we. I said. I think I said on the show that where they're going to go with it, mm. but I never thought it'd be this bad. Rubbish. Yeah, yeah. At least bring in Jim the Anvil Neidhart. Yeah, man. I'll do something with it. Exactly. Problem is, Jim Neidhart's gut's still in Orlando. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to squeeze it out the door of the Impact Zone. <laughs> uh, he's uh, given birth to two wonderful baby boys. They, uh, but like, it's nowhere to talk about Natalia. Like, not going for it. <laughs> Um, do you know what I reckon there's still a little bit of animosity with Vince for all the legal trouble they've had over the years with the warrior name mm. it could Although well be. it's the same with Jesse Ventura though and they're on good terms with him again now yeah exactly but warrior wildness would have been awesome in the hall of fame <laughs> warrior wildness uh, who would you have got to have induct him though Oh God, no! Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe if not in TNA. I don't know. I don't know. Who could you've because there's the no... Iron Sheik? Because that would have just been funny. Oh, you couldn't have understood the Iron Sheik's induction speech, and then you definitely <laughs> could have understood the Warrior's induction. You, I mean, who? Roddy the... Piper. Yeah, but you didn't do anything with the Warrior. That's I know, the it would thing. Be funny, I'm just trying to think of something. You, you can't have Hogan. He's with TNA. You Papa can't have Shung, Savage. Pap- yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you never had a manager. Jake Roberts. Yeah, that could work if Roberts was sober enough to do the speech. Oh, it's, he's not in Hall of Fame, is he? No, no see, he should be going in. Yeah, yeah, they, they should, should do that. Be going in because I mean, there's some weird names in this one this year. Well, you've got DiBiase, you've got Antonio Inoki, you got Masahiro Chono. Wendy, that, what's that girl who young? Wendy Richter. Yeah. Oh, Wendy Richter. Yeah, Masahiro Chono. I'm sure Masahiro Chono's gone in. That was um, Inoki, though, wasn't it? That was no, the one Inoki. they announced in I Japan. Could be completely wrong. But um, no, I mean, I, I haven't seen any for, other. For me, I think they need another name. I'm part s- another another big name 
apart from Stu Hart. I'm still going with Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels ain't going yet. No, I, I, I gave you the reason, didn't I, on, yeah. on Thursday. If they're doing this whole Shawn Michaels career versus streak match at Mania and Warriors dropped out, bet time to bring up Michaels in. He's on a limited schedule now. It's obvious he's going to lose the match at Mania. He's not going to lose the match at Mania, man. They won't have they're not going twice. To, they're not going to have The Undertaker lose the, the streak. If, if, if Undertaker loses his streak to Shawn Michaels, it doesn't matter. His streak's there. And, if it, and then Shawn Michaels can retire anyway. He could, he'll probably retire after that anyway. Oh, it's no key. It I, don't think, I don't think it will affect the Undertaker's streak after all you these know, years they've, they've got DBSC, they've got Wendy Richter they've got Antonio Inoki and they've got Stu Hart what you need is a tag team Demolition. I reckon yeah, exactly, exactly what I was thinking Demolition the Legion of Doom in it? no that no. oh, Legion of Doom yeah yeah one or the other the Nasty Boys no no, Bushwank- no. <laughs> the Bushwankers that yeah. would be good Bushwankers yeah <laughs> whoa <laughs> no we, we, we had Luke on there a couple of months ago long as they bring in the, the, man. Um, the, the manager what was the manager's name? There's they added to the two. Oh, Jameson. Jameson. Oh, yeah. God, I think yeah. Ron Simmons should be going in as well. Yeah, because he's well, just retired, hasn't he? Let's talk of it. Yeah, yeah. He'd be good though. Damn. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to see the what? Why Warwick get over all that? Like then, like Brett has got over all the all the shit in the past and just get out, get on with it. Warrior's fucked in the head. But that'd I mean, be amazing, like to see him. Like, they give him microphone time on WWE TV. Oh, it'd be terrible. <laughs> well, I've done an interview with the Armour Warrior before. And he seemed like such a nice, genuine bloke. And you know, met him, had a chat with him, and all that. And he seems like such a nice guy. And then everyone, you know, always oh, mental. And you know, you see this stuff on YouTube, and and he just like does blogs where he's just talking all this crap. And you're like, what? That doesn't seem like the same guy. Is it? A ca- is it a character? I, it wouldn't surprise me, because uh, as I say, no hint of it whatsoever. What did he make you refer to him as, Mister Warrior? Warrior? Uh, just Warrior just warrior is that what he made you yeah because that is his legal name I don't think I've ever heard that interview no I've got it somewhere yeah after I've listened to that yeah I don't think I've yeah. ever heard it um, the other you know someone who should be in the hall of fame go on who'll be quite good I know she can't accept it yeah Elizabeth yeah, yeah. Elizabeth <laughs> will you marry me that'd be awesome <laughs> she's like uh, what did she look like as well oh red squirrel what Meryl thought she looked like a squirrel, didn't she? No, oh, Conkers. she did. Conkers. Oh yeah, Conkers. That was it. Yeah, she, I, I can see that though, because she's she's was like really quite dark big skin, brown eyes. She? Yeah, big brown yeah. eyes. There's the like cherry kind yeah. of hair. Do you remember we um, when you and I did Operation Overshock? What Operation Retroshock? Retro- yeah, <laughs> I'm not doing good today. Operation Retroshock, and um, we talked about WrestleMania Eight with Chris now. Oh yeah, yeah. I watched the pay per view the other week. Yeah, and she looked absolutely gorgeous in that. In the I remember event. again being a like pubescent teenager at the time when uh, <coughs> Mr. Perfect and Ric Flair come out saying, "Oh yeah, we've got a, a nude centerfold picture of Miss Elizabeth." Oh fuck, please show that. <laughs> yeah, you know, looking back now, it was you know family product. They would have never have done it, but Christ, no, I don't know. Ma- Macho's story, not though. dead. Jack no, Macho is not sing. dead. No, she's not. Alondra Blaze. Yeah, but she. I know she it. dropped. I know she dropped <laughs> the title belt in the in the trash can. But it will be. You have to put her in. Medusa Maselli has been awesome throughout her career. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for me this year, though, I think the uh, Hall of Fame needs another big name. And for me, so sorry, I'm not. I mean, it's no, no, no. no disrespect, but I don't think Stu Hart is a is is someone for me that is a big enough. It's to, to headline the Hall of Fame. The Berserker. Then, I don't know. <laughs> the Warlord. The, yeah, yeah. Why not? Thing is, though, it's getting to the point where they're getting desperate now for talent. Jake the Snake is the the yeah, obvious. Jake the Snake and DBS would be amazing this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. They what they need to do is get a feud, uh, two workers who have had a major feud. Yeah. 
and get them on. Well, that's it. I mean, DiBiase and Roberts. And yeah. DiBiase. Yeah. Is the boss man in there? I know he's dead. No, but no. no. Akeem the African Dream. Oh God. <laughs> right, Slick. Let, let, yeah, that could work. That could work. Right, let's move on. Um, uh, number six. Uh, while nothing is finalised, it's been reported that WWE Hall of Famer Stone Cold Steve Austin could end up as the final guest host of Monday Night Raw on March fifteenth in San Diego. Good. <laughs> the original plan in w- in uh, WWE was for them to end the guest host angle at WrestleMania. However, there has been talk of extending it with TNA moving to Monday night, starting on March the 8th. Austin is the last guest host listed by WWE as nothing has been announced for the March 22 show, uh, the final Raw before WrestleMania 26. But that show really should be jam-packed with angles and everything building to those matches you don't need a guest host on that show or you shouldn't need a guest host on that show yeah and they're going to have like 15 minutes of Austin going oh let's drink some beer what yeah exactly I'm going to drive my quad bike around like a retard and throw beer everywhere no uh, do you think Wrestlemania week they're going to do that recap Smackdown again oh yeah they don't do a a, a normal it's only like Monday Night Raw that's like the only show that features WWE programming yeah and is NXT going to be um, uh. well they've been recording that at um, after Raw haven't they yeah so yeah that'll that'll probably happen um so yeah I'm, I'm glad to see the end of it I mean I think Bischoff summed it up on TNA that's brilliant yeah I said no 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 we're not going to have a guest host <laughs> every week that's yeah, stupid yeah, idea. yeah what a ridiculous idea <laughs> <laughs> so good so good um, update on uh, Jim Ross this is number 7 the last uh, last of the, the hot 7 at 7 uh, although not confirmed it was believed that Jim Ross we'll take some calls if you want to lead us up to 8 o'clock well um, a certain FSM editor has just come online oh he's just come online now ok yes. well yeah we'll, we'll bring him on now if you want let's uh, see what he's up to and um, he can join us for the, like the next 15 minutes while we lead up to the, uh, the the first break of the night. Right, carry on talking. Okay. Although not confirmed, it's believed that Jim Ross would be meeting with WWE this week to discuss terms of a new contract. JR signed a short-term deal with the company a few months ago, but obviously he hasn't appeared on TV since. Uh, I'm sure he'll likely comment on the situation over on his official website when news like this starts to make the rounds. It's no secret TNA has every intention to try and snatch him up, especially with Impact moving to Monday nights on March 8th. They had already made a play to sign him before the January 4th special. So at the moment, I say it's pretty 50-50 as to where he's going to go. How much do you want to see Jim Ross and TNA? A lot. Brilliant. A lot. It would be good. Oh. And they, um, middle see, finger up to WWE. And seriously, yeah. if they do that, then they need to um, they need to bring Gene Oakland in, like you said. Oh, mate. Gene, what a backstage Gene, interview. Backstage. Yeah. Him yeah. and Gene JB and would, would be brilliant. Yeah, him, love and, it. him and JB would be an awesome combination together. Yeah. I, I don't care what people say about it being old people. But me and Gene and TNA, is it like Chrissy is shit. Bubba's <laughs> crap. Mean Gene, with the TNA new new people, like AJ, Mean Gene, and Ric Flair. Be brilliant. Oh, I'd love it. Mean Gene. It'd be fantastic. Wouldn't It'd be it? good. I'd love it. Come on. If we, Do if it, we, Hulk. Yeah. We, we've him. got Martin on the line. Martin, welcome. Sorry, I can't be bothered with that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try for something really gay just to wind Simon up. And Simon's it's not uh, here. Simon's it, not here. It, it, Oh, is he not? No, no. no Train no. of Fun got stuck in, stuck in Weymouth tonight. Yeah, there, there, oh, there are leaves no. on the line, I believe. I very, do you know what? I very nearly went for this. Where the fuck is it? Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> never heard of that one. But what, I, I, the Jack Swagger thing. He's <laughs> <laughs> you still there? Is he gone? No, he's still No, I pressed the fucking... Oh, you... <laughs> 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 
I lend. Do you know what happens, right? I'm so fat now that <laughs> the mute button's on my lap, and if I lean forward, I accidentally press it. Okay. okay. That's how bad it goes. So yeah, yeah, if it goes quiet, we just have to uh, like shout at you, and you you push the button again. Basically, just go. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be fine. If I if I disappear mid sentence, it's because of that. So that that's what's happened. Okay. So, yes. oh, anyway, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. What's uh, popping, Martin? <laughs> <laughs> lots. 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 Is, lots is, lots is popping. Hell's a popping, my friend. <laughs> we're uh, we're just going through the uh, the top seven uh, new stories of the week, brought to you by FSM uh, Magazine. Uh, of course, the the big one, of course, was uh, the releases. Uh, Birchall, Shane Helms, Maria, and Scott Armstrong. What's your, what's the uh, the thoughts on a from an FSM point of view on that one? Uh, well, obviously we're massively, massively gutted that uh, Birchall's gone. Yes, uh, mm. that is a a travesty of epic proportions. But then, to be honest, looking at his entire run in WWE, yeah, that that's a travesty in itself. Well, um, yeah, exactly. The, the way that he was used was just abysmal. Um, the, the I really liked his pirate thing. What? I, I really liked it, but it was it was a bit silly. But at least it got him in in the public domain. At least yeah, it got him at the front. Mm. You know, um, I mean, the whole Ripper thing I thought was pointless. And that the the one time that he was ever allowed to try the C four, mm. um, and bloody Simon Dean botched it, made yeah. it look crap, and then they never let him use it again. Exactly. I mean, I I posted. Um, I know you saw it, Mark, on uh, on Facebook when when Erdy had been released. It's, I just put right TNA sign virtual, and I, I posted a link to the the YouTube video. I've already plugged it um, so far on on the show with uh, Birchall's monster moments from, uh, from oh, FWA. I watched uh, that. I watched that the other day after fantastic. you uh, posted it. It's incredible, what? isn't it? Some of the stuff this guy can do, and he just hasn't been allowed to do it. I think it's a blessing in disguise for him. Yeah, hopefully, so, what, is, being you know, released hopefully. or not yeah. being allowed to do it. No, being, being released. released. And we'll see him in yeah, TNA, hopefully. So. It'll be good. He'll, yeah. he'll be, be used, to, used to his uh, full, full amount. Do you know what? We could see... The, I'm, I'm serious here, but we could see the first British champion in TNA. Like the heavyweight champion. What they need is someone with half a brain on them to sit... You know, I mean, someone like Hogan is going to say, oh, no, we're not having that pirate guy. He's crap. But someone's got to sit down and show them some, you know, what this guy is capable of. That is what it needs. I'll tell you who'll do that. That'll be Doug. Yes, yeah, quite possibly. I'll, t- I'll tell you he'll do that. That'll be me when I email Dixie tomorrow. Do it, do it, definitely. I'm gonna e- I'll email Dixie the link, and I'll go. This is what the guy can do. This is what he hasn't been allowed to do. You need to do something without that. Yeah, imagine him like uh, throwing Eric Young through a table off the ring, and you know oh. stuff like that, and you know doing a C four on Kevin Nash. No, Kevin Nash can't do that. But you know, <laughs> you know something like that. It would be it would be great. I mean, that sort of style can work well in an X division type match. Virtual um, versus he, Red. He almost is X division, but he's he's X division in a Samoa Joe sense. You remember when Joe was in the X division? Mm, yeah. Um, you know, Joe had all the ability, but had the size. Yeah. Um, and and Virtual's the same if yeah except for the fact that he's not fast. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very no true. offense, Joe. No, no, no. We we love Joe. We love Joe. I I, I think Joe's amazing. I you know he's I you know I'm so glad that he didn't follow Punk, um, you know, and go into WWE. I'm so glad that he's come to DNA. Yes, there have been times where you just look at the floor and shake your head and go, oh God, what are you doing? But you know the fact that he's been allowed, you know, to do what he's allowed to do. Mm. You know, yeah, yeah. Where, exactly. they go, where are they going with him now, though? He got taken away in that van last week's impact, didn't he? Then 
don't know where that's going. Well, they didn't need a forklift, which is the, the good thing. Four blokes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. God, um, no, the thing is, I like the um, the Joe that we saw on the UK tour, where he was, you know, he was kind of a, he was a fan favourite. He he's, he's done it a couple of times on TV, I think, since uh, the spot. I know he did it in the match with Jesse Neal, where Neal tried to do a moonsault yeah. off the way off the top rope or something, and he just walks out the way and then sort of like raises his eyebrows to the fans, and you know, it, yeah. it's that kind of connection with the fans he's got he's that cool cocky um, face guy and it, it's something like that that really it's works taking him, it's taking him back to the original Samoa Joe yeah the reason why people liked in. him to begin with he was a he's a fucking killing machine and you well, know people sum- liked him he yeah, was a cool a guy Samoan submission machine now yeah. he's the nation of violence no yeah. he's not Isn't no he's he? not though because they put him back they've, they've taken him away if you watched his um I know we're going back to against the odds which is obviously a couple of weeks ago but if you watch the the uh, promo big net I can I can never say that word vignette 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 there you go um, backstage they, skit yeah if, if you <laughs> put, if you watch the video that they had before it he was going some call me this some call me that and it's like look basically they've ditched they yeah he's got different music now yeah um, they ditched the tights that say violence yeah um, you know they, they've taken away the face paint he's <laughs> even got his hair back so they're they're putting him back the way he was yeah Martin do you is, know why he had his um on his tights he had Hatton on them the other week. Hatton, yeah, as in Rick, as in Ricky Hatton, yeah, H A double T O N, yeah, no idea, Guess no so. idea. I would love to know, yeah. Um, I might have to, might have to look into that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least he doesn't have to sit backstage and draw a giant cock on his face anymore, which is <laughs> is always a good thing. He, you know, you've <laughs> got to get ripped for that, haven't you? Not, not enough, not enough wrestlers with that gimmick, if you ask me. <laughs> so that that can be the Hurricanes' next gimmick. He has to draw a big cock on his face oh, and come God. out to the ring. <laughs> See now, what, what do you think? I mean, obviously, you know, we're all saying virtual TNA. Yeah. Okay. Shane Helms. We've we've touched on it already. Um, I think if it had been five, ten years ago, yes, but not now. I don't think no. there's a lot left that the guy can give. I really don't think he can keep up with an X division style, which is the only thing he's going to be good for. Mm, I no, I, I agree. Um, he's he, you know, the problem he's got is that he's the He's the top end of the X Division, in, and I mean that in age. I don't yeah. mean that in ability. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, the whole you you can sort of argue the toss against Undertaker and HBK, and that age is an, an issue. Um, but in, with some people, it is. And, it's, you know, it's it's a balance, isn't it? And as the age scale goes down, the, the ability, you know. Yeah. With Sean, though, not, as, as as Sean's got older, he's got better. In that, some respects, that is a maturity yeah. thing. That is a maturity thing. There. Yeah, he's his style is definitely adapted to deal with his injuries and his age. He'll occasionally pull out the spots. I mean, it's like a, a WrestleMania match. He'll do the moon salts and he'll do a stupid dive over the top rope, but you won't see that on a normal Monday Night Raw. Himself for the big stuff. Exactly, well, yeah. he saves his spots now. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he knows he knows his limitations, which is good, and he will. That's normally traditionally why he takes that time off after Mania because he basically kills himself every year. But that's a good thing, and I don't yeah. mean killing himself. What I mean is that saving the spots. Yeah, yeah. Um, it means that when he does do them, you're kind of like Jesus Christ. He can still do it. Mm. So you want to see you want to see people like Shawn Michaels for as long as you can. I think. And mm. the Undertaker, well, the Undertaker, oh, on the Undertaker. Did anyone else I spoke to Lee about it? what was that yellow stuff he had around his face on Raw? <laughs> did anyone see that? that, that, that oh, what? Th- those would be burns. 
Yeah. Was it burns? Yeah. That, that could be, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those, those would be residual burns from the fact that he got blown up at Elimination <laughs> Yeah. We're, we're yeah. going to be talking about that after eight. But, yeah, it's... Uh, and I love how the, the fact that the uh, the pyro guy said he weren't that badly burnt. Yeah. Yeah, you weren't the one in <laughs> Not the... Not that bad raging. In I think he was proper raging, wasn't he, in the chamber? He looked, looked, like he was he looked well pissed off. off. He looked really well, pissed so off. So would you. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Walk into the ring and get burnt alive. Oh, Jesus. I mean... Did you actually see there's a bit where uh, it's just him and Jericho mm. at the very end and he pulls down the strap and you immediately go, oh, yeah. that's a burn. Yeah. That's not nice. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, uh, in, instantly, I mean, you watch him as, as he climbed into the cage and marched around the ring, but obviously his skin hadn't had time for the like blistering and to, to, to happen. But as it moved on through the match, you could clearly see where yeah. he'd... he'd Fair place with continuing. Yeah, it was saying the ref, refs were handing him loads of water to just keep pouring on it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. There's obviously it's messages Savlon. from the back and Savlon. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's fair play for him to continuing though, because really, with those, you know, with those burns, he yeah, he's a pro though, isn't he? He's, yeah, you he's, know, a, he's, he's a total pro. Yeah, total pro. Exactly. The, the other one, of course, we we're going to touch on is um, is Maria. I mean, obviously Scott Armstrong. He's a ref. Um, obviously released due to ECW ending and. Um, you know, they're, they're but he, he was a good rep. He was, yeah. You're right. It's not the like ref. they've got a lot of lot of decent reps. No, no, very true. Very and they're true. cheap to pay as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, yeah, he, he's been released. But I mean, as far as on-screen talent, uh, Maria is another one uh, that's gone. What, what do you think that, that's going to happen? Well, a, what do you think is going to happen with her now? And b, what do you think the reasons were behind her going? Well, she's got an album out in April. Yeah, has she? Uh, yeah, yeah, she yeah. does. Going to be. Shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't apparently it's uh, let me do you know what let me considering that it's never ever ever going to get printed uh, okay. because this is do you know what this is why I'm pissed about Maria not uh, being ditched it's because we just did an interview with her oh. Uh, oh. and we were going to run it this issue and now we can't and Kelly Kelly as well isn't it it's a, a bastard but hang on where's this uh, there's a thing that she talks about her uh, oh she loved getting diva the year and all that sort of bollocks <laughs> right here we go um, I love my sleep but I love music too and I have my own album coming out this April I've been in the studio so much it's all mine and it's rock music twisted lyrics and lots of sex appeal okay. my producer and co-writer is insane I'm super excited about it hopefully back in a well, hopefully when we're back in the UK in April I'll get to sing at the event fingers crossed right yeah so that, that's another Christy Hemi uh, sort of uh, thing because uh, she, she did that one song didn't she for TNA and it was god awful oh it's terrible yeah the yeah. band's well really. Mm. They, they need a new um, the, the one thing that WWE doesn't have at the moment is a uh, Gillian Gar- not uh, Lillian Garcia they got Mickey Chain I was, I was going to say Gillian Hall there. I was like hang on a minute <laughs> <laughs> Gillian Hall to sing the national anthem at Wrestlemania oh god <laughs> that would be amazing oh come on yeah it, it's got to happen hasn't it there's worse things you can have on WWE TV than Gillian Hall singing the national anthem at Wrestlemania they could make you listen to the wrestling album for a start they could do I mean, yeah. that album rocks it does. Okay. <laughs> it does, man. Oh, which oh, the, the the very first one. Yeah. With that uh, WrestleMania song, and they all talk like Axel Jim. Oh no no no, 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 that's no. not the first wrestling. Oh, is album. it not? No, no, no. I was going to say the first wrestling album is good. WrestleMania is terrible. That <laughs> <laughs> God bless Simon Cowell. Oh. Uh, right. Okay. Um, stick with us, Mark. We're going to get Kelly to do a couple more news items. We're going to take a quick commercial break and come back, and we're going to do all of the Elimination Chamber news of course I went down last weekend and uh, lots of people interested in uh, our thoughts on that one because it was a bit of a mishmash pay-per-view but um, we'll get to that after the break so stick with us (laughs) 
It was reported a few weeks back that Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff wanted to do away with house show events until they got everything in TNA on the right track. That looks to be off now after great live event business in the month of January. After really low numbers in November and December, Jeff Jarrett, Don West and Jeremy Borash are running the live events. The Abyss character is in the process of being changed as part of his storyline in TNA with Hulk Hogan. Word is that Abyss will drop most of the neurotic elements of the character and will be portrayed as somewhat untouchable as the changes are made. Michael Cole's WWE Universe Twitter page has been removed with the following message. Michael Cole has requested his at WWE Universe profile be removed from our site, not wanting to associate with online fans any longer. There is talk again within WWE about turning Triple H heel later this year. This was talked about last year but put on hold because of the most recent DX reunion. From the Ministry of Slam News Desk, I'm Kelly with the News of the Week. Hey, this is Brett the Hitman Hart. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And you're listening to the Ministry of Slam. You wanted them and they're finally here. The 2010 Ministry of Slam t-shirts are now available from the online store at ministryofslam.com. Just 12 pounds, including postage and packaging to anywhere in the world. Join the MOS Revolution and order today. The battle lines were drawn on January 4th when the immortal Hulk Hogan arrived in the impact zone. This is the moment that we've been anticipating for months! On March 8th, TNA Mania will run wild. Will you be there when Hulk Hogan makes history? What you gonna do now that TNA is coming for you? The war is back. Be there when TNA Wrestling takes over Monday night. Live March 8th on Spike. In the WWE, superstars take to the skies. Predators stop their prey. And attitudes get adjusted. But there are new superstars on the horizon, waiting to write their own stories. It's your world now. Your superstar. Your moves. Your story. Share your creations online for the world to see. WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2010. Burning the world of pro wrestling to the ground. The Ministry of Slam Radio Show.
we've got air guitar plenty here in the studio. Um, you have uh, to. It's Voodoo Vegas. Voodoo Child. Voodoo Vegas. No, I wrote that song, actually. They, yeah, they didn't do this, did they? I don't think so. Voodoo Vegas were at Woodstock and, uh, you know, doing this song. It's all good. Okay. Jimi Hendrix was the original lead singer, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, we're going to get to uh, WWE Elimination Chamber. Do we have to? We do, yes. Okay. Um, that was good, man. No, I, I'm, I'm sensing you didn't like it. I thought it was I great. It was cool, man. It was, it was good at the start, good I at the end, and the middle was pants. That's yes, what I mean. The go. chamber was good. The rest of the card was shite. Do you know, if you why, want... why on earth would you watch an Elimination Chamber uh, pay-per-view, or No Way Out, or whatever you want to call it, yeah. for anything other than the chamber matches? Well, True. But I yeah. mean, you, you, st- you can't just have two matches and then that be the rest of the paper. Do you know what it was like? Okay, Here, another one of my weird analogies. Uh-oh. I I and I, I compared Maria. Uh, I'll f- update you on this, Simon. Uh, Simon Martin, even. Um, I'll update you on this. I we're talking about the Maria release earlier on, and I said I was a really big fan of Maria until I saw her with her clothes off. And I said it was. It's just like Christmas, where you know you can you see a, a, a wrapped up present underneath the Christmas tree. You're expecting it to be an Xbox 360. You open it up and it's a Mega Drive. Uh, and, and you just think Ooh. you just think to how nice it was when it had it was sat there with the wrapper on, and you just didn't know. Uh, um, Dude. So now another one of my analogies here. Oh God. Okay, about elimination chamber. If you had the nicest Hovis premium quality bread. Um, uh, you know, either side of a sandwich, and then you had a piece of dog shit in the middle, a dog <laughs> shit sandwich with hovis bread. That is what elimination chamber was. I'm getting as bad as Merrill, aren't I? I'm, yeah, I'm you're getting worse. Say, I'm, I'm not even going to go with hovis. I'm going to go with that really awesome one uh, that begins with W. What's it called? Oh, War- uh, Warburton's. Yeah, is that better oh, than hovis? Yeah, bread. that's better. Do what? Now, if, sorry, oh, let, let's say this now. If Warburton's want to sponsor FSM, I'm in. There you go. As <laughs> long as you get free bread. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. We, need, cool. we, we need to sort out our Apple staff sponsorship, man. Get we do. I didn't even get any this week. I know, man. A- Apple source sponsorship. Apple staff. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, the, the apple juice you get from Lidl's. It is, it's the juice of champions. <laughs> the greatest apple juice in the world. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, WWE Elimination Chamber last weekend. <laughs> Uh, right, what did we start with? It was the first chamber, wasn't it? Which was the Raw chamber. It was. And I've lost the It was uh, Seamus defending it Who? against... Uh, oh, yeah. Seamus. Yeah. Defending it against Triple H, Randy Orton, Ted DiBiase, John Cena, and um, the captain of the Jamaican bobsleighing team. Do you want to kiss my lucky egg? Coffee Kingston. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I liked it. It was it was all right, wasn't it? It started the thing off with a bang, which was good. The, the DiBiase and, and Orton stuff was good. Builds I, up quite nicely. I love the fact they stuck Kofi's head through the chamber. That was cool, <laughs> yeah. man. That was that was awesome. And yeah. then trying to see him get his head out of the chamber was even better. They should have just tied his dreads to some of the chains, yeah, and then he'd be screwed good. for the rest of the night. Oh, yeah. brilliant! And then when that they lifted the chamber head. up, he'd be hanging from his hair. <laughs> awesome. You're in a uh, weird mood today, aren't you? I am. Well, yeah. Kind of like Boss Man being hung from the cage. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he didn't have a harness on, we promise. <laughs> He's still done that terrible <laughs> boom drop thing. I hate that. Those yeah. moves are so annoying. There's, I know, yeah. someone balling by MVP. Moves that don't do anything. They don't yeah. do anything, but they're supposed to be so devastating. <laughs> a rock bottom. Well, no, Cena did. Cena started it in this fight. No, the rock no, started it was the people's, rock, people's elbow. elbow. Well, yeah, by okay, far. but you can have you, you can have one person doing it. Yeah. So it was The Rock. Okay, that was fine. I had no problem with The Rock doing it. <laughs> then Cena started doing it after The Rock had gone, and that was fine because he was the one person. Obviously, you had in between you had Scotty Too Hot in his silly worm thing. Oh God! 
That was cool, man. No, it wasn't. oh, that was awesome. <laughs> that was not yeah. cool. But now you've got like you got MVP, you've got Kofi, you've got John Cena. Um, I'd even say Ray's one with the six one nine. Yeah, that's Ish. not exactly no. impressive, is it? It's like they go flying back. I mean, someone like Batista gets like kicked the in the Undertaker face. Undertaker at yeah, Royal exactly. Rumble. Like what? Yeah, <laughs> not right. Not right. No, I totally get your point there. But um, I mean, as far as this match goes, it was it was it was good, quite solid. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Except except for um, I mean, talking from a prediction standpoint, mm. if they'd have said that Batista was going to come out afterwards. All of us would immediately go on scene as winning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I called it last week. I said some Batista's going to do something with Cena, but I thought it would be at the starts and Cena wouldn't even make it into the chamber. Yeah, you did, actually. But this it is my point. I don't think they actually needed to have like Cena win the belt and then lose it to Batista because there, if if there was enough heat between those two to not have him lose the belt or win it. Mm. It's just pointless. To, to be honest, having the belt in that match at WrestleMania is a bit crap because if any, any match needed belt it was triple eight shameless yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but saying that the mark that i am and the <laughs> fact that since he became um a heel i have absolutely been loving batista's stuff yeah uh I, yeah before i wasn't too fussed with him but since he became the heel the arsehole heel mm. um i've been loving it and the fact that he just came out and kicked the shit out of john cena i'm like good and it yeah. was thank you very much and then it was the following night on raw in the match that lasted all the five minutes the beatdown he did on him afterwards was, was fantastic good. yeah mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it's just building for Cena. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't it, really have a problem with Cena winning when that happened. I had a problem with Cena winning. Yeah. Um, but uh, afterwards, it was fine. The face turn from Ted DiBiase. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. I thought that was wasted as well. He like knocked Orton out, and then he just got beaten by Kofi. Could have gone in. I think they could have pushed DiBiase a lot more than that. Kept him in there a lot longer. The one, the one downside about this whole paper, this whole elimination chamber match, it went for ages with no eliminations. Mm. And then the minute the first yeah. person got eliminated, it's like they bang, all bang, went. Bang, bang, yeah. Bang, yeah. And yeah. One thing I thought yeah. as well, they were saying how horrific and diabolical it was, and there wasn't really any horrificness or diabolicalness no. happening at all. For not the in first, a PG. No, not not much <laughs> at all. For the first, for the second one, there was a lot more. I thought just Kofi's head getting stuck through the rain and the pipe, but that was pretty pants. Mm. I thought. Well, do you know the, what? The, fun, the funny moment was uh, obviously the whole thing. <laughs> Cena, Cena, no, 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 no. Yeah, the whole thing the whole, was hilarious. Whole, whole, the whole thing happens. Cena comes out. Cena wins. Obviously, can't stand up after the match, and then Batista kicks out, kicks the shit out of him. And all the all the commentators are going, "He just wrestled a forty-five minute match." No, he was sitting for nine minutes and twenty-one seconds. <laughs> oh, technically, he was. Yeah. Yes. Because he was yeah. the last he person in the chamber. He was, come out. he was in a pod. He was in a pod for forty minutes. Mm. Not good. Not do good. you know what those elimination chambers? They should do them as a six-man match in the chamber without the pods. But yeah, you know, what they should do is they should uh, right from when the first bell goes and the first two people start off up until the time when the last person leaves their pod, they should slowly fill them up with water. And um, <laughs> so the last person is on the verge of suffocation and drowning when they come out. Unless John Cena's the last person, they should just forget to accidentally open the pod. Yeah, that could and work. then let him drown. Drown Cena. Yeah, drown Cena. What, you, what you guys think about Sheamus then? So all these months they're building him up, just loses the belt, doesn't even mention it now. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if at Mania Triple H just really a bit of an even match, but it ends up with Triple H winning well, and like a lot of blood. Maybe Sheamus being brutalised. Will and they he, be going against each other? Well, that's exactly. It, that's a good point. Why? Because Why? because Triple H eliminated Sheamus. Mm. But that's yeah. a crap reason to do it. I think. <laughs> but Sheamus, no, Sheamus has got she- a concussion though. 
Sheamus will blame Triple H for him losing the title. Yeah, yeah. But are, we, are they supposed to build up enough heat over three weeks for us to really get behind that match in three weeks with those two? It's, it's not a main event. I mean, you've got no, three true. matches ahead of it yeah, before so. even remotely cares about it. Is this the eh? first year that Triple H hasn't been in the main event at Mania? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it could conceivably be. For a not long sure. Time. Not sure. Do you know what I'd have done with this match? Okay, and I'd like your opinion on this one. Um, <clears throat> I'd have had. I mean, you've got your Sheamus Triple H um, feud that, that's building there. You could have had, um, you know, them do some kind of angle during the, the chamber match to set up a match at WrestleMania. But what I'd have done is have maybe, I don't know, Cena in there with uh, Orton and DiBiase and Orton calling the shots, telling DiBiase, do this, do that, beat up Cena while I just stand here and I'm going to take the belt at the end. <clears throat> and then at that point, you have DiBiase turn on Orton, pin Orton, then pin Cena. Uh, DiBiase gets the fluke victory as WWE champion and then you've got Orton chasing him and then that's your WWE title match at Mania with the, the fluke underdog champion. The sort of thing that Orton did when he beat Benoit and yeah. he was playing that underdog champion yeah. role. Um, DiBiase in that role and Orton coming up trying to See, beat him be for the belt. See, that would be a great little match because you would never have seen it coming. Exactly. That's what they uh, needed to do. Yeah. I, I would have loved to see DiBiase take it but at the same time I mean, like we said last week, him and Orton were only in the match purely to further the angle. Mm. They weren't in it for any particular reason. Do um, you think it's going to be a freeway with uh, Cody involved at WrestleMania? Or do yeah. you think Cody's going to be with... No, yeah, it will be, won't it, because of what happened on Raw? Presumably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Cody and Ted are obviously aligned. Mm. Uh, and it'll be a two-on-one handicap match and Orton will come out of it victorious. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, so, sorry to make the prediction now. <laughs> But no. I, I would think that then Cody will side with Orton in the match, and DiBiase will, will lose. But that will put him face. Yeah, he'll turn on. He'll turn on DiBiase. Yeah, Cody will align himself back with Orton in the match and mm. push push DiBiase. I, I was. They're, they're just taking too long with this DiBiase face turn. Every you can hear the fans are so desperate to cheer for him, but they're just waiting for that trigger to be pulled with the character. And I think they're just drawing it out too long. He could be the next big star. Do you think DiBiase. I'll stick him with his dad? I think it would work if he was a heel. Not as a face. But I don't think it would work as a face. Maybe they'll push him as a face for a while then, and then turn him back to heel with his dad. Like, Could do. That'd yeah. be good. Because yeah. that's the one thing DBSC can't do is talk. But the million dollar man oh, can. Man, I'd love to see his dad. Well, presumably you've got Brett DBSC coming up at some point soon. So, I mean, have the DBSC brothers. Well, they're both going to be inducting Ted yeah. at the Hall of Fame. Well, yeah. so. Brett's been in for about five minutes, isn't he? Didn't he interfere? He was Summer yeah that Slam, SummerSlam match, which was a huge clusterfuck from start to finish, and like thanks to Lillian. Yeah, Lillian bodged up the announcement. No one knew what was going on. Brett DBS, he ran in, and then it, it, we finally found out it was him the next night on Raw. Yeah, and that but, was the last we heard of him. Yeah, yeah, but we thought that was the point. He was going to come in and join Legacy, and that would be his big his big debut. But no, it didn't happen. What happened on the predictions for this one? Then no one no one got it. Cause we went for Sheamus, didn't we? Yes, I yeah, wasn't here. You, you, you <laughs> said to me you had some predictions like beforehand. Who would you have gone for? Well, that was it. I mean, that was my prediction. I was going to go for you know DBSC. a fluke DBSC win, but obviously that didn't happen because I thought you know they've got to you know pull the trigger on this sooner or later. And why not you know have it go white hot all the way out to WrestleMania and you know give us a, a little bit of a different this, this spin that, on the match. That could be one of the matches of the night for Mania. Seeing Cody Rhodes. No, I love Cody Rhodes in it. So bring it right down. is going to be well down the bill if Brett does end up fighting Vince. Triple H is going to be really down on the bill of WrestleMania. Do you know what I'd love to see? And I don't think it'll happen, but I'd love to see it. It'll give it some credibility. It's uh, Triple H and Money in the Bank. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> Could you imagine that? One well, thing they got Kane in it. <laughs> yeah, true. One bit I thought was corny in this one was when uh, Triple H came out of his pod and it was just him and Seamus and Triple H had the, the cool smile on his face like, yeah, that was good. Like, like, I'm going to kick the shit out yeah. of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that was, I, I liked that. I liked it when he just had this massive grin. Yeah, I like mm. that. And it was really well lit as well because it looked really quite horrific. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, what else could they have done with it, really? I mean, they're the two different different sides we've looked at there, but I, I, I think they, they need to do something to try and further this Triple H and Sheamus match, otherwise just no one's going to care. Not in three weeks' time. That was three, And then in that, they've got to have the Brett-Vince match continue on a bit. Yeah. And all the other... Well, Brett's got a broken leg. How can he wrestle? Oh, it's just a blooper. <laughs> uh, it'll be announced tomorrow, won't it? I'll have a match. My leg's not really broken. And I mean, it was, was it it a couple of years ago. Was it last year? I forget now. When they uh, there was the Triple H um, Orton Championship match. For 24. 24. And they... Um, there was that whole it started off so well with you know Triple H being handcuffed to the ring um, and you know Stephanie getting RKO'd by um, uh, by Orton or yeah. DDT'd off the off the rope or something and you know you thought this match has got so much heat when it gets to Mania it's going to blow the roof off but by the time it got there it was so slow and dull and no one cared that was, that was, that was 25 was that it? was 25 yes was sorry it, 25? it was yeah. 24 yeah. was the triple threat Cena yeah. Edge that's right and, uh, and just no Orton. one cared about it by the time it got there I mean how did they fuck that up um, but they've got, got really got to do something desperate with this to make me anywhere near interested in seeing Triple H versus Sheamus the thing is Martin you and I were talking on Facebook the other day and I think we both said we're not feeling as though we're actually on the road to Wrestlemania it doesn't feel like Wrestlemania no it's, it's true it's, it would, I mean you know I, I thought the build up to uh, Elimination Chamber was great mm. um, but Obviously, and obviously they've been laying the foundations for a few really good storylines into WrestleMania, yeah. but it really doesn't. It's like it's like it's coming up to Christmas, but you're kind of sitting there going, "Yeah, well, whatever." <laughs> yeah, shit, it's going to be a yeah. Mega Drive. <laughs> <laughs> you and your bloody Mega Drive. <laughs> I think it's on the road to WrestleMania now. More so since Elimination Chamber's finished. I don't know. It needs I to pick up. It it's, does. I, I'm who's just, doing? Who's hosting this week? Uh, Cheech and Chong, isn't it? No, that's the March eighth, isn't it? When it's the live, live one. I've got no idea. I, I've got no idea. Work. I mean, this, yeah, you know, as wrestling fans, we should be like, bang! I know who it is because I'm so excited about this this week's Monday Night Raw. It's another week closer to WrestleMania. We should be bing. We know who the guest nice, host. Yeah, yeah, and we're like, we don't care. We don't know. We we're not interested. No, you know, back in the days of, um, I mean, I, I go right back and I'll beat this one to death. But you know, stuff like WrestleMania six back when you know WWF was WWF and you you were you know pulling your hair out counting the minutes to when this bloody pay-per-view was on and you know you really did have you know invested interest in the characters and it, you just don't get that and they, they've done such that a far, bad job Hogan Rock well yeah exactly that. yeah Building it is Cheech and Chong it is Cheech and Chong tomorrow Cheech and Chong okay don't Thanks be stoned anyway they're not gonna know <laughs> alright let, let's um... but Austin, Austin's the last one isn't he before um... yeah it certainly looks yeah. like it, and of course tomorrow we've got the uh, the, the uh, quote unquote farewell from Bret Hart to uh, the WWE. So that will be presumably we where they set up the the Vince versus Bret match for WrestleMania. So they've got then a couple of weeks to promote it properly before the show. They need to do something better than what they've done since January. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, where do you want to go next? Home? No, you are um, home. I will. <laughs> well, let's do it in in order. What was what was next? I mean, there was the obviously the, the Drew Apache. Drew McIntyre. I was gutted in this match because Drew tried to do a runner 
and then Kane <laughs> caught him up yeah. I, I thought I got that prediction right <laughs> oh, Drew won didn't he oh. I like Drew McIntyre again it's it's you know needs promo work that's what he's missing um, he needs Tiffany who doesn't well he's engaged to <laughs> Tiffany obviously but yeah. he needs Tiffany to come out as his manager yeah she yeah. could be the general manager of Drew McIntyre that could work that could work um, he needs some kind of spokesperson for him uh, definitely but he you know he's got all the talent in the world we know what he's uh, we know what he's like uh, we've you know we've seen him wrestle in the UK before we've met him a number of times he's a great guy and there's no reason he shouldn't go far as I say is just this you know his promos that need a lot of work um so yeah, I mean, get him a manager and he'll be good. But I mean, I, I'm glad they're persevering with him at the moment and, and not thinking, oh shit, the guy can't talk. Let's let's drop him. Let's do a Jack Swagger and just bung him mid card. Mm. Um, I mean, technically the Intercontinental title is mid card, but at least he's going over people like Kane and you know. If they keep him the way he's going, he will get up there to main event very soon. I can't. As I say, I kind of think they have to keep pushing him though. Mm. Um, you know, because you know the fact that he was the chosen one by Vince McMahon if they don't push him and they bury him back into the mid-card the fans are going to go oh so Vince is wrong is he yeah Vince is full of shit yeah. <laughs> did he suffer his first loss this past weekend to Kane to Kane uh, he lost to Kane in the Money in the Bank qualifier which beggars belief not because I want to see Drew in the Money in the Bank why the fuck are they putting Kane in it for a second year in a row and Shelton's yeah. in it again Oh, he has, it's the law that Shelton Benjamin has it's to be his in match, it. isn't it? Because he has to do a stupid spot that gets everyone behind him and then he's buried for the next uh, 11 and a half months <laughs> until they announce the following year's uh, Money in the Bank match. Oh, uh, not right, not right. But yeah, I mean, that was that was the next match on the card was uh, yeah Drew McIntyre and Kane. Uh, thoughts on the match itself? It had Kane in it. Yeah, that's that's that drags it down right. a bit, doesn't? It? Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> nothing happened really. Kane's, Kane's mm. abyss, though, he's useless. No, he hasn't got a magic ring, though. No way, man. That's don't, that's don't the rag big on difference. Abyss. Yeah. He's Hogan's boy now. <laughs> oh, the abyss! I, I I think you're wrong in saying that Kane hasn't got any talent. Uh, no, no, Kane no. is very good at what he does. No, Kane. But the problem is, right now, he's not doing anything. That's it. Because he's got no character. Exactly. Kane. Kane is a great talent, but he hasn't been used right since they took the mask off. They, him. they should involve him in some sort of like. Well, it sounds silly, but the Undertaker caught on fire. But some sort of thing where <laughs> Kane catches on fire, or there's a car crash, and he has to go back into the old Kane face mask and he's Voice like a monster he is, yeah. he is a monster the lot because yeah. yeah. he, he's too generic he's I like I will set myself on fire that's yeah. what he said <laughs> I know he did it was brilliant that was too did. much of a good impression sorry it was me that did it that's why you did the voiceover work. I, I did I did can't you see how rich I am from it? <laughs> <laughs> all this top class equipment we're dealing with here uh, yeah so um yeah again Kane he's he's good for, good doing what he does but he just hasn't had that he always has has to have one of those storylines that's a bit fantastical he works so well with the undertaker in that sort of supernatural style um storyline but the undertaker is the only one he can have that storyline with and I, it's been done to death so I really they, want to they see can't it. they can't do that storyline at all now because that's not the style of WWE they exactly. do not have fantasy stuff they do not have clowns coming to the, the ring and oh. spraying you with water they do not have repo men coming and re repossessing your you know valet and shit like that you know <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome wouldn't it that that should have been Maria's exit from WWE Repo Man comes along during a Matt Hardy match and steals her takes her away from, uh, from it was ringside. working with Matt Hardy that did it yeah yeah 
It was the That's kiss it. of death. Matt Hardy, you know, hadn't. IRS says that <laughs> that he, uh, Matt Hardy hasn't paid his taxes. Gets the repo man to come along and repossess Maria. He's paying Jeff's legal bills and he can't afford it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the only way they can really do anything with Kane is if they put him in, make him a monster again. But then, like monsters, are never going to do it. No, no. Thing no. is, I'd, I'd love to see a Kane versus Abyss match. I don't know why. Wait, it's yeah, in I a mean, monsters ball in a hardcore, yeah. old style Kane with Abyss. Yeah, then we can can hear the classic Don West line again. I love the monsters balls. <laughs> <laughs> Great, I miss Great. Don West on commentary. <laughs> I don't. Anyway, uh, <laughs> moving on to something that I really someone is going to have to explain to me this why did we end up with a tag team divas match Martin uh, because the previous elimination chamber match ran long and the match that they had planned was too long for the space because if you look at the match that they had on Raw it was a good uh, good four minutes longer right okay okay well we ended up with uh, not the advertised match but Gail Kim and Maurice uh, taking on Michelle McCall and Layla and Smackdown Divas what load of shit it was but <laughs> let's um, let's jump 24 hours and talk about the match that happened on Raw that should have happened at EC okay yeah which was the, that's the, technically what we should have got the title match yeah what were your thoughts on that Mark um, I actually really liked it uh, I mean there were some blown spots um, you know Maurice isn't the best wrestler in the world and she's Kim needs a lot to work with Kim, Kim, Gal Kim's great um, but she's not like Mickey in the sense that Mickey can sometimes carry people and Melina as well Melina's not the best but she's good at carrying people because I mean if you look at there was a match between Melina and Michelle McCall where they were doing DDTs on the fucking guardrail and stuff and it's like you know that's that's good stuff mm. um, but it was yeah it was, it, it was a good match I thought it was okay for what it, for what it was and the fact that it I mean, WWE was dumb as fuck for putting basically the big build up tournament final mm. on free television Yes. What the fuck are you playing out there? You know, it's just yeah. waste of time. I mean, my, my only problem with this is is the fact that from the if you're supposed to be you know suspending the disbelief and watching it as a wrestling fan, um, turning the the singles match into a tag team match, it didn't really make a lot of sense. If you're supposed to be going for this championship, why are you all of a sudden going to say, oh, let, forget the championship, let's have a tag team match well, instead? They did, they did this backstage skit, didn't they, where they yeah. were slagging off the SmackDown Divas, and then all of a sudden, you know, Vicky says, no, you're in a tag team match. Yeah. But where's Vicky come from all of a sudden? She's back. Yeah. She's been off TV for ages, and she she's suddenly comes gopping back. gopping as well, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> it's got she's got to say, sorry, gopping. Gopping. That's a great word. <laughs> oh, uh, see, I, I like the fact that she is, though, because... Um, the, the fact that she constantly refers to herself as a diva mm. and the constantly going oh, that's beautiful diva it just makes it all the more hilarious it, it, it makes it easier off. to hate her yeah, yeah. yeah. you've got uh, uh, in issue 52 Mark you've got to try and uh, get the word gopping in there in relation to uh, <laughs> uh, Vicky Guerrero <laughs> I will make sure it's in the editorial <laughs> excellent because <laughs> uh, we're still reeling for the uh, Jack Swagger train of fun reference in uh, issue 51 of course uh, now a good time probably to insert uh, issue 51 FSM in is uh, is out we've got uh, two copies in the studio right now actually yep. um, and you should have more soon because we're well, not on that one but uh, obviously you guys have just been added to the mailing list so as Thank of next you. month you should all get it which is good so. wicked there you, go. For that. there you go and it is a fantastic episode uh, episode it, issue it, it's an episode yes it it's is episodic issue it's Ep- episode 51 is uh, is good no there, there's some really good stuff in it actually with uh, if you're a gamer as well the UFC Undisputed uh, 2010 mm. first reveal of, of that game is uh, in there I to play that game yeah we were we were the only. This is what makes me laugh. Is that um, we did it. We did it with UFC 209. We did it with EA Sports 210, 
and now we've done it with UFC Undisputed 210 we're the only British fight mag that gets invited to these things Jesus yeah. I don't know why nobody else is even yeah, obviously the the reason may be and they'll probably say it is that the other MMA mags are going it's not important for us we would prefer to run adverts for Zions and other things and whatever yeah. going bankrupt this week but uh, <laughs> you know we're, we're, we're the only people that get invited to these things and I think it's great because it means that we can uh, personally coming from both a wrestling and a video game background I, you know I, I love bringing this stuff to the readers because I know they love it yeah, I mean, so, traditionally it is a crossover, isn't it? If you're a wrestling fan, you know, 75% of wrestling fans do play a lot of video games. It's just one of those crossover things. And uh, again, with the with the music world as well, uh, you know, wrestling fans, majority of those, you know, like hard rock and and that sort of stuff, which is why... the Legends of, the, of Rock tour. Exactly, h- hence the, uh, the crossover there. What's happened? Fifth release has just been announced. Go on. Charlie Haas. Okay, has been released. Were he even still with the company? Yeah, that's kind of. <laughs> Lillian Garcia breathes a sigh of relief somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> the best moment in Raw history. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. Yeah, we did that TSC one, didn't we? And we just kept replaying. Kept it replaying on it because you hear her scream as she hits the floor. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, where was I? Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, a lot of the entrance music is um, you know hard rock based. And uh, so, you know, a lot of wrestling fans then get into that sort of genre. There are a lot of crossovers, and if you use your brain... Can I just say, as we're talking about that, don't you think the song for WrestleMania is shit? Yes. Yes, it is. Why have they not got ACDC or something again? They do the the second... They had that last year, didn't they? Well, I know, but I think I saw... saw, They have got one with an ACDC song. This one they've got now is some... Oh, it's terrible man it is shit isn't it some fucking hip hop they oh, do it they dude. do it so many years though they, they do a couple of Wrestlemania's with some really good themes and then they do a shit one yeah like big time I mean Jericho's just released his new album with Fozzy pick the best one of those songs and have that as the Wrestlemania yeah. theme you'll get it on the cheap you won't have to pay too much licensing for it we even it. use Motorhead again no don't do that really <laughs> That WrestleMania where Lemmy walked out and says, we're Motorhead and we're going to kick your ass with about as much passion as a 75-year-old man could muster. It yeah, didn't work. It didn't work. Uh, but anyway, we're totally gone off the top of here. Let's get back to the pay-per-view. Um, yeah, Gail Kim and Maurice versus Michelle McCall and Layla. Layla and Michelle won the match. Bringing us nicely on to the WWE US Championship. For the second month Why in a row. Why do they keep doing this? I don't know. Another another one that we didn't wasn't on the card. We no. didn't predict. Yeah. Same as the Royal Rumble, they did the exact same thing in January. Yeah. They set the match up on the night, which makes me think WrestleMania. I'm predicting it now. Go the on. Miz versus MVP okay. for the US belt for the hat trick. And um, MVP will win. Oh, he has to. Hopefully. Or it'll be awesome. the Miz versus Can't wait for that. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I I think the Miz has been too heavily. I mean, you only had to watch the first episode of NXT to know that basically it's a vehicle for the Miz mm. even if it didn't um, cock his promo up well yeah <laughs> I, I, I feel sorry for the guy because you know the first big chance he had and he fucking blew it yeah yeah. but I, I love the Miz I think he's well <laughs> I hate to say it I think he's awesome <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm sorry uh, do you know what I'd li- like to see happen in this way? I mean, if, if it does go all the way to Mania and you've got Miz versus MVP at Mania, I'd like to see um, Brian Danielson come out with the Miz and the Miz sort of say, look, this is how you do it. This is, you know, stand at ringside and watch me beat up MVP. This is how it's done on the, you know, the big stage. And then uh, Danielson like inadvertently costs the Miz, you know, the US title, MVP wins. And then that whole storyline translates back onto uh, that's, NXT. That's why it would have been good if they'd kept MVP as a pro on NXT. Mm-hmm. Then Danielson could have come out. 
It's huh? possible because if you watch, um, was it Raw? Was was it Raw or SmackDown last week? Where I think Jericho came out with Wade Barrett. SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like these guys aren't getting used. They are. You know. I mean, to be fair, Jericho's the only one who's actually done it. Mm. But you know, if if they're going to actually say, look, this is how you do it. I mean, they should be being mentors in every sense of the word, dragging them around. You know, fucking handcuffing them. Yeah. To themselves. Yeah, I mean Wade Barrett. He's uh, again UK worker, obviously, uh, and he's he shows a lot of potential. His I, I can really feel his character is going to great like hell over it's the next voice. few weeks. It is it is, and he's got one of those um, traditional sort of English sneers on his face the whole time yeah. that they always give that's, the. Um, that's fine, but yeah. when he opens his mouth, I expected it to sound like William Regal. Yes, yeah. And he didn't. He sounded like a fucking football hooligan. That's why they punch him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hard. I mean, hopefully that's going to... It, it'll have more of an effect on an American audience um, than, you know, than it would a UK audience, you know, because we know, you know what the regional dialects are like and all that sort of stuff. You know what, it'll be interesting just when we do uh, a bit later on tonight to actually cover NXT. Yeah, we'll touch on that, definitely. And uh, we'll talk a bit more about that because it was a really good debut. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's going to run its out of steam, but we can... We yeah, that a little bit later on. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll definitely get to that. I I think you're wrong. Really? Ooh. Ooh. Controversy. And then that creates cash. Well, you don't think it's going to run out of steam? No, I don't. Oh, okay. I think it's a great idea. I, I watched it and I loved every minute of it. The only thing that I well, we'll talk about it when we get to it. Yes, we will. We will. We'll definitely get to it. Uh, right now, of course, we're uh, riveted on the uh, talking about this U.S. <laughs> championship match <laughs> with the Miz and MVP. Um, the Miz wins. I can't and, remember uh, much about it. No, I, I'm struggling to recall a lot of it, to be honest. Funny if it was a Mark Henry fell over. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I remember, so Miz will do the reality check, pin him for the one, two, three. That's it, God. Yeah. Done. Did he? Big Show punched him. Did he? Mm. Yeah, punched Big him, Show punched him. Oh. Henry ran ran at Show. Show moved. Henry went through a wall. Um, <laughs> so, no, seriously. That's better. Can you hear us, Mark? I can hear you now. Yeah, sorry. I, I inadvertently pulled out a lead, which I shouldn't have done. And no one could hear us at that point, which is uh, ah, okay. quite exciting. But there we are. Yeah, live radio, everyone. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah. what happens. Yeah, we'll, we'll rather put on the mute button than talk about The Miz versus MVP and Mark Henry falling through a wall. But, uh, again, a bit overbooked for my liking, I think, this one. Lots of other people getting involved, and it should have... I mean, they're, they're both good workers, MVP Why and The Why are they Miz. doing it? Like, just not announcing it on the in the lead up to it and do it on the actual paper I think it's trying to shock us internet fans and making something a bit different shocks me <laughs> shock me they did it shit is I'm it? actually changing my prediction I don't think we're going to get Miz versus MVP at Mania it'll, it'll be, be a pre-show it'll be no it'll be DVD M- exclusive oh fuck's sake <laughs> it'll be show Miz versus Henry and Mark and MVP for the unified tag belts Mark Henry can fuck off <laughs> <laughs> oh. that quote is I going think. in our promo uh, our new uh, radio ad definitely with it's Martin Mathers from FSM magazine Mark Henry can fuck off that's got to be a new soundbite for the show yes yeah, oh, yeah awesome. I'm taking that mark the time down everybody right <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's uh, swiftly move on to the, the other Elimination Chamber match of course it was the, the Smackdown Elimination Chamber for the World Heavyweight Championship uh, Undertaker the champion uh, slightly stir fried by the time he got to the ring John Morrison Rey Mysterio uh, CM Punk Jericho and for some strange reason our truth yeah um, excellent I, I thought I thought it was more diabolical than the other one yeah I, I like the bit when um, 
Punk got Rey Mysterio for like a half power bomb sort of thing was just smashing him into the cage. Yeah, that was yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. this is one pay per view you really wanted them to go back to TV fourteen. I, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. I mean, some of the stuff we've seen in the past uh, with it. I mean, do you remember the one that uh, Goldberg was in and yeah. Uh, yeah. Evolution came in at the end and literally beat the shit out of him? But have you ever seen the Elimination Chamber where they've not bled? I don't think I have, no. Apart from these two? No, no. I mean, it's such a shame because it's I potential. Morrison got a good push, though. Morrison did very he done, well. He done well, didn't he? What's he had a Morrison, bad ankle as well. Yeah. What's Morrison going to do at Mania, though? Money, Money in the, the bank. bank. No, he? no, he's not. No, 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 he's out. Is he? Ziggler beat him. Oh, of uh, course for, it is. For the spot. Although, there's obviously that... You know they're just going to have some last chance saloon bullshit. Yeah. Uh, like they normally do. Uh, so Morrison may get in that way. But right now, Morrison is not in the match. Okay. Again, this this Elimination Chamber was there for Rey Mysterio and Punk. Yes. To continue that storyline on. Yeah. Uh, I think, it, it, by the looks of it, it they are going to do... I mean, it's been heavily rumoured they're going to do a mask versus hair match at, at WrestleMania. Yeah, well, I thought that. Um, <laughs> uh, so I mean I, I don't know the, the, I fucking hate the internet you know we, 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 it, the, the card's announced months before it's even going to happen and we know what's going to I, I hate it there are times we do the show on the internet I know but I, it just annoys <laughs> me sometimes that you don't get the same feel and you don't get to be surprised by what happens on TV anymore alright Cole Sorry, I do no, yeah, no, I avoid it, it. it's, I, I it's a very good point it is a very good point it's the, it's the one no. thing especially when Impact do their tapings and you read the results yeah yeah I mean I've, nine times out of ten we're saying oh wrestling shit now it's not the same as it was before and nine times out of ten we refer to a time you know the Attitude Era you know 96, 97, 98 that's when the internet was in its very infant stages um, plus everything was live back then anyway so you didn't get pre-tapes and you, there weren't things leaked out and, and, and that sort of thing and it was just a different era but again I'm going off on a tangent here but it's been you know for a couple of months people have said oh, it's, it's Mysterio versus Punk at Wrestlemania Mars versus Hair Match and it, it looks as though it's going that route now it won't be um, it won't be hair because Punk stopped doing the hair stuff since Serena came in um, he's not done the hair stuff anymore True. He's, just no. doing, he's, got, he's got his little uh, posse now and that's it I like this straight I like his side. posse yeah it is good I think it's I think a really good little... I think they're pimping <laughs> What like the Pope? Yeah, he's pimping too. I'm just I'm just using new words today. I okay. like Serena's per, per, uh, posse. I think she's quite hot as well. <laughs> Did she shave all her hair? Yeah, but it's growing back a bit now. <laughs> Doesn't she remind you, you of totally like a hot that. version of Ripley from Aliens Three? <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to say I'm not going to make any comment about you suggesting she shaves her bits? <laughs> well yeah I mean did, did does she shave everywhere? Did they do that backstage? Did, did Punk do that? That's not been released. No, <laughs> I don't think Beth Phoenix would be very pleased. <laughs> are you ever going to get that on a uh, on a DVD extra in the PG era he goes no Simon's in the chat room yeah I've been talking to him what yeah. what's he doing in the chat room <laughs> get your ass around here there's still an hour and 20 minutes god no commitment unbelievable if he's got a computer surely you could be using it would take him five minutes to install Skype for fuck's sake no, there you go he is He is busy working I have had a chat he's busy working okay yeah. it's this magazine thing <laughs> Horrendous. I think, I think you'll find I have a magazine. I am working. Gangster Lawrence is my new gimmick, people. I'm popping. You're popping. Okay. Okay. Lawrence right. is popping. How's it popping, people? <laughs> Yo. Yo. Poppets. Do you remember yeah. those? How are we on poppets? We're supposed to be talking <laughs> about the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. We're talking oh, about poppets. Okay. Uh, let, let's get. We've got to touch on this. The Undertaker and uh, his entrance. And um, I don't know. 
let rip right close to a pyro or something and set his arm on fire he doesn't really have a lot of luck with pyro does he not really fair no. play to the strap for continuing on yeah it was what fair. I said earlier on yeah you know that must have killed seriously definitely definitely it's um, a bit like the fan in Wrestlemania 24 the what the fan at Wrestlemania 24 oh what with the fireworks the Undertaker's pyro wouldn't yeah and shot him in the head yeah not good not good um, it was it was very well covered up by WWE you no, you noticed that something didn't quite go right but I don't mm. think there was a full on shot of his arm on fire and you know it, it, to the casual lay person I don't, think, just, I, no, I don't think you would have known if, if I, you didn't read about it I think yeah. he did cover it very well it just looked as though he was yeah. walking you know doing his slow entrance to the ring and he thought he bollocks like, I'm yeah. going to get into this elimination chamber and beat the shit out of some people well, that, that's what the commentators said because yeah. obviously they didn't know what happened yeah. they just went oh he must be really into this he just ran to the ring and yeah yeah I noticed the smoke pouring off him <laughs> <laughs> they could yeah. have done it in an angle like Shawn Michaels trying to like tempt him into a match yeah exactly they should have had that it comes out the next night with a flamethrower or something yeah yeah. They uh, do you know what they, they did try they did mention doing it um, but uh, they nixed it because they thought it was just too wrong yeah yeah I'm surprised I mean The Undertaker was legitimately pissed off it wouldn't surprise me if he said no you're not doing it it's your own fault but did anybody tell the pyro guys that they're probably if I was the pyro guy in charge of like setting fire to the Undertaker I would have quit on the spot and walked <laughs> out I would not want to be in that yeah would you want to meet the Undertaker in a dark alley he must no. be but his coat went up quick did it I mean, it did yeah yeah bit of a mess bit of a mess or baby oil they pour on each other yeah. baby oil is baby oil flammable probably I'm going I don't to. Know. let's try it don't look at me when you say that <laughs> let's set fire to Andy with baby oil okay um what is this? I've got Martin making a match between me and Lee. I've got you trying to set me on fire. In the earthquake, Leotard. I'm quitting. Can I have the Typhoon one? Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know how well that would fit. It's, oh, I, I, can, I can bring it in around the seams. It's good. It's fine. <laughs> You'd just be called Typh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Typh, Typh. You, yeah. you, you wouldn't be able to read What did you guys think about Taker coming down in that? Um, he came in his Attitude Era coat, didn't he? Well rescued. On yeah. yeah, nice bringing it back to the wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, I think only reason that was he did that is because it covers over his old, you know, his neck and his his front area that was burnt. And if his no, face was no, he did it. He wore it at elimination chamber, didn't he? Oh, did he? No, he didn't. Didn't he? No, oh, he wore it on right. Okay, just raw. And um, probably because the one that he normally wears is in he's on fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might it be nice if they took him back to like the Attitude Era Undertaker again? PG TV though. Yeah, are you going to get get these like, like demon satanic worshipping? Who do you reckon is going to go heel at the Undertaker Shawn Michaels match? Because last year we had Michaels sure. playing the heel character. It's going to be the same as last year. Um, Michaels will do you know a few down and dirty tricks, but he won't be full blown heel. He'll be still. I don't like, think he will. if his career's on the line, he's not going to. Everyone be loving him. It could be his last match. Yeah, much like they did with Ric Flair. I hope they finish the match with um, "I'm sorry, I love you," and he super kicks the Undertaker. <laughs> that would be cool or if the Undertaker says I'm sorry I love you and then he tombstones yeah. him that would be even better <laughs> it's not going to be Shawn Michaels last match no it won't loses. but they're not going to have the Undertaker losing to Shawn Michaels they are they're, they're, they're like, to Shawn Michaels in his, his career threatening match it won't affect his it won't affect Undertaker's legacy Michaels will lose but then they'll bring back you know uh, maybe Triple H is running rampant over WWE there's only one person who can stop him you know one person who knows Triple H inside out we have to find Shawn Michaels it'll be like the Lost in Cleveland Mick Foley promo but then would Michaels be flipping burgers or making pizza this time I don't know he could be anywhere getting yeah, um, some plugs put in his hair 
Yeah, he needs him. <laughs> he is a unicorn, oh, of God. course. He could be, uh, you know, with the Care Bears and doing his unicorn things. Anyway, can I make a suggestion? Go yeah. on. Um, Michael's losers. Undertaker's obviously spent. Yeah. And then whoever wins money in the bank comes and cashes it in. What and beats Taker? Yeah. Taker's not got the belt. Taker has He's got the not belt. the top. Ah, oh, good point, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. For forget that. <laughs> Mind you, no, that would actually work for Jericho Edge. Let's say Christian wins money in the bank. Edge mm. beats Jericho. Christian, Christian goes straight after Edge. edge. Goes that would Hilton. be a good swerve, though, because they've never done that. That would that. be very good. Yeah. Be a good heel turn by Christian as well. And, and, and also, it solves the problem of them having a Money in the Bank pay per view because the Money in the Bank winner's already cashed it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's that's very good. That is that uh, that would not surprise me if that happened. Good bit of teaming there, Mark. Yeah. Do it. I think that'll work. Awesome. Definitely an on definitely a same night uh, usage of the of the uh, title. Yeah. Uh, briefcase yes. yes definitely the star of this of this match though was Jericho yeah he's he. you, you can't no, fault Jericho Morrison with anything the star of the match really, really he was up Morrison. there Jericho held it all together I think he was the glue he was cool being in the pod and being the, the chamber broke didn't it the door they didn't fix yeah, the door yeah 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 it's not right not right but I mean yeah I mean Jericho was yeah, like you said, he was he was the glue in this match. I mean, there are a few people you know who haven't who didn't have the experience um, in R there. Truth. I mean, people like yeah, <clears throat> exactly, our truth, um, Morrison, uh, you know, Jericho and, and Mysterio obviously have, have been around the the block a few times, and Undertaker as well, of course. But you know, it would be easy for people like Morrison and our truth to get phased by something you know a match of like this and not know what to do it's a different environment for them but Jericho really sort of maintained professionalism especially seeing his Undertaker would have probably been pretty thrown as well yeah oh yeah um, after it's, I, I tell you, it's a good thing that they had the Elimination Chamber to happen there that he could chill out a bit well not chill out but you know relax get over the shock of it in the pod yeah for a good was it well, 25 minutes had, yeah, straight away go, mania. Mm. going it, straight into a match and just yeah. being burned it was it was the first degree burns isn't it yeah, first, first yeah. And second degree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Thing is, though, imagine this. I mean, they had five former world champions in that match. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And you have to, you have to count our truth winning the NWA world title. Mm. But you had five world champions in that match, and Morrison held with all of them. And world Morrison's tag team champion. champion as well. Yeah. Isn't he? Tag team. World tag team. And ECW. Um, that's not a world that's, title. That's a mid card <laughs> jobbers title. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore it isn't it's a retired jobbers title it is it is right that was uh, WWE Elimination Chamber we're going to take uh, another quick commercial break now and we'll come back and uh, I think we, we've got somebody who wants to come on the show um, in a little while haven't we yes uh, probably after, the after 9 o'clock we've got Meryl Mania coming up a bit later as well uh, but when we come back immediately after we come back we're going to talk about WWE NXT um, and the uh, the young up and comer Daniel Bryan uh, shocking the world of wrestling of course awesome yeah it was good awesome it was good that was definitely the highlight of the show but uh, yeah we'll, we'll get to that after the break uh, stay with us we'll be right back I'm not bagging diggy sagging someone's on the wall that's what I'm tagging Cadillac pimping PBR sipping you want to This is the ROH World Champion, Mr. It, A Double Off Berries, and you're listening to the Ministry of Slam. Yeah. There's only one place to go for all of the latest news and information on total non-stop action wrestling. It's TNAWrestling.com. TNAWrestling.com. 
log on right now and get your fix of all things TNA Wrestling. Event photos, streaming video, and all of the backstage gossip is just one click away. Plus, right now, you can find special savings in our merchandise area with a complete line of DVDs. And don't forget to check out photos of our lovely ladies in the knockout section. It's your online home for total non-stop action wrestling. It's TNAWrestling.com. TNAWrestling.com. The past, the present, and the future collide. When the young guns of TNA Wrestling take center stage. The impact zone! Absolutely electric! Plus, it's the return of the Ultimate X. TNA Wrestling's high-flying, death-defying free-for-all. Who will come out on top? TNA Wrestling presents Destination X. Live Sunday, March 21st, only on pay-per-view. The newest faces of the WWE. And this is their music. It's WWE The Music on New Day, Volume 10. The latest compilation of unreleased themes from today's WWE superstars, including Legacy. The Miz. The Bella Twins. Sheamus. And more. 14 unreleased tracks available exclusively at Amazon.com slash WWE Music. WWE The Music on New Day, Volume 10. Available now. And for a limited time only, download WWE The Music, Volume 10, for only $3.99. Dixie loves us. And we love Dixie. The Ministry of Slam Radio Show. Welcome back to the Ministry of Slam, the UK's number one pro wrestling talk show. Lee, Andy, uh, Lawrence, and Martin. What's popping? What's popping, people? <laughs> it's a great line, isn't it? It's awesome. Um, right, about time now to have a look at uh, WWE NXT. It's yes. the uh, replacement for ECW. It's uh, had a lot of positives, a lot of negatives. People like it, people hate it. Uh, people like it now, but don't think it will last. I'm one of those. Um, but let's let's have a talk about it. I mean, what what were you expecting? Um, I mean, originally when you heard the concept of it, Andy, it's go with you first. The the original concept that what I thought it was going to be would be a couple of guys with the mentor showing you how they train, doing the pep talks backstage, leading up to a match on the show. Yeah, um, kind of like a, a cross between tough enough in the Ultimate Fighter. So mm. you saw them training on how to do the promos and doing match configuration and how they're going to do it and seeing how the mentors dealt with the pro with the rookies mm. um i didn't expect to see an entire card of no. pros coming out with rookies yeah or pros facing off against the rookies mm. but saying that it was a good debut show yeah and it's it's got legs i don't think it's going to last more than a season mm. okay lawrence like, like i was expecting like a tough enough type thing as well and just didn't seem to be all that. So was it just a car, just a thing to fuel storylines and mm. build up the, 
the new talent, which is good, but yeah, it wasn't what I expected at all. And the, the, the other thing about it was they kept referring to them the rookies of the NXT. Yeah, but they were showing all the promo videos from FCW. Yeah, they should have just yeah. they should have mentioned FCW and said they are the next generation of stars, the cream of the crop we've got from FCW brought up. Yeah, David Otunga, he's only there because of Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, yeah. Where you get cross they, they, cross promotion. I don't think they're going to say it about FCW. They can't. They can't reference FCW yeah, because won't. that would Te- suggest that something exists outside WWE. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the universe. Yeah, good point. Yeah, true. What were you, uh, Martin? What were you expecting it to be before you you saw the the debut program? I was expecting it to be something along the lines of, and I don't mean this in a, as a slight. I mean in a format. I was expecting it to be along the lines of Hulk Hogan's Championship Wrestling. Yeah, well, that's Hulk Hogan's celeb- celebrity wrestling. Yeah. Um, obviously. I did not accept. I, I didn't think they were going to film it as as the ECW format, and I mean that in the sense that it was on. Obviously, if you go to one of their shows that say filming SmackDown, you'll also get to see NXT. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't expect that to be happening. Um, I'm. I was impressed that they steered away from making it obviously a rip off of the Old Man Fire. I don't think that would work. The problem you have is that WWE, despite the fact that obviously kayfabe is dead or at least to a degree it's trying its hardest to bring that back and I you know I applaud it for that Mm. Um, you you won't get this is how we do an arm lock this is how we do a a headlock this is how we do this because people don't want you know that WWE don't want to show you that Mm. they just they just want you watching the action in the ring Um, you know I I, I personally I really liked it I can see why you're saying it hasn't got legs and it won't last more than a season I think that's more because of the talent they've picked for the first series Um, you know you've you've got uh, Darren Young who's basically John Cena with with shoe polish on (laughs) Um, which is I I think it's hilarious because you know you look at him his mannerisms the way he's jumping around his his face he looks like John Cena (laughs) you're right you're right I hadn't even thought about that till now but you are right yeah yeah. He looked exactly like John Cena. Um David Atunga is, is rubbish and he needs to go. Like you say, he's only there for his girlfriend. Mm. Um you know you, that, I bet you'll be uh, having his girlfriend singing National Anthem at not this year's WrestleMania, but if they keep Otunga around next year's. Oh yeah. Well, what, well, what the hell was that that he used as his finisher? Was it they the, even the commentators couldn't decide. Body slab, back breaker, spine, bust oh whatever. <laughs> yeah. It was just he basically picked him up and just threw him on the floor. See that's yeah. gotta that's gotta be talked about. Michael Cole. Yeah. And Josh Matthews' commentary. Yeah. What what the hell do you guys make of that? Well, this is the thing, because we're pretty good friends with Michael Cole. We've had him on the show a few times, and we always yeah. know, you know, if there's something big coming up WWE-wise, a la WrestleMania, we can, you know, drop Michael Cole an email. He'll come on our show. He loves us. We've... I, I've emailed him a couple of times over the last three or four weeks, and I've had nothing back. And whether or not that's to sort of forward the character of, you know, he doesn't like internet or, you know... You know, to just to to keep this gimmick going because obviously it wouldn't look good if he's pushing this thing that he doesn't like the internet and then he goes on an internet, an internet show. show. Um, well, he's just done do that, that though, isn't he? He's just pitched his uh, online uh, website thing or yes, Twitter he has. or whatever. Twitter it is. Yeah, you know, you just just did that in the news. Yeah, um, you know, the, it's obviously you know the man who used to run WWE dot com now hates internet people. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, well done on that one. That was a good good one. <laughs> Um, I mean, I, I was expecting something. 
again, I, I was expecting expecting the kind of Ultimate Fighter format where you'd learn a little bit about about two of the guys during the during the build up, and then there would be a match at the end. But I was expecting to see some of the you know the mentors getting involved in. Not so much as, you know, like a, you know, you should do this, this is how you do an arm, this is how you do a body slam, but just sort of getting involved with them, like, oh, you need to train harder, you need to do this, you know, Jericho fucking around with, with Danielson, just saying, oh, you, you haven't got the right body to be a WWE superstar, get in that thing and train, or, you know, just, and you can add a bit of comedy to some of them, some of the more serious characters you could... I mean, they're all different. Obviously, Christian, you could you know put a bit of positive stuff in with his guy, and you know you're doing really well, and you know keep yourself motivated. I still think there is a kayfabe way of doing it um, and having it in a similar sort of vein to Tough Enough and Ultimate Fighter. Oh, definitely. Um, without sort of pulling back the curtain at all. Um, to a, I mean, because a lot of the wrestling fans who are around now and watching wrestling aren't the people who watch Tough Enough. Um, uh, so I mean, they're they're not expecting that in 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 some regards, but I, I don't know. I just wasn't wasn't expecting it to be quite how it went down, and and they are doing it just like another brand, really, which is a bit disappointing. Is it, it is disappointing. I, I I disagree. I disagree. I don't think it feels like a brand at all. Um, mainly because a obviously the format of the the show is different. Mm. Uh, it's a lot more interview based, uh, and also. Uh, but in a way that's good because they, you know, it's not like Abraham Washington. That that's bullshit. It's actually interview based, right. um, and I like Matt Stryker as well. I think it gives him a good outlet. Um, I I adored the change of the camera angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Moving, thing we moving mentioned. the camera closer and at a slight angle and slightly up as well. It felt very indie, mm. but with WWE production values. Now, if if the indies could capture that, I think they they'd be onto a win. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think the the point I was trying to make was uh, uh, not as, as as much as it was a brand, but a lot of it seemed to take place in the arena and um, you know backstage and uh, you know that's, the, that's a money thing, though, isn't it? It that, is. That's a, we have we want to save budget. If we film this outside in a different location, then we've got to, you know factoring cameras and all that sort of bollocks. Yeah, I, I, I'd have liked to have seen you know um, you know. Uh, Brian Danielson at Chris Jericho's house using his personal gym and Jericho saying right I'm going off and I'm going to you know sunbathe by the pool for half an hour and yo you haven't done enough push ups and you know just yeah, something yeah. little skits like that outside of the arena yeah it'll cost more but I'd just like to see it a little bit different than you know oh you're backstage you know it's, it feels very much like a Smackdown or a Raw when yeah. you have these backstage things if they did it a little bit outside of the outside of the arena it'd just give it a bit of a different feel and, and make you just a bit of a different flavour than, than Raw or Smackdown and it's very clear it's a vehicle for Danielson in the Miz oh completely I was about to say that yeah, you know, yeah. I, I must admit I love Danielson's promo mm. that he did at the beginning you know when Miz sends him out and he says you've got a show you've got charisma and I loved it the fact he turned around and he said I've, been, I've wrestled all over the world for 10 years Yeah, and yeah. I've got more experience from you and it was really good to see them referencing the indies so much mm. not mentioning ROH by name but mentioning the fact that he, he has wrestled some of the best guys in the world and now he's at WWE actually did a better promo than The Miz he did which was (laughs) great and then Matt Stryker turning around saying I like your heart yeah but that was the indies and you're in the WWE now yeah 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 which is a a nice little transition thing but I don't know NXT I like it but I'm with you where do you see these um, eight rookies going 
Where are they going to be in the next year? What are they going to do for the next TNA. six months? Well, I mean, this is the thing. I mean, are there, presumably it's, it's not going to be like the game show aspect where someone's going to get eliminated. But, I mean, obviously they're not in WWE already as big stars. And some of these guys, it is pretty obvious even now, they're not going to catch on with fans. How well, the are these way, guys going to last a whole season? Well, exactly, because the way they were talking on NXT, if you listen to some of the promos mm. that they were, you know, the vignettes that they were doing, yeah. they were saying... I will win and become the next breakout superstar of, of NXT. So yeah. it sounds like One at some point, win. yeah, there is going to be some sort of competition, competition element to yeah. it. Well, so maybe debut was a way of getting the guys out there in the in the ring, in front of a crowd, so you got to see them. Week two will do the other four guys that weren't on there, you know, last week. Yeah. And then from week three, you might start to see a different style NXT because mm. the ratings weren't fantastic for it, mm. but sci-fi and WWE are happy. Yeah, with the demographic it got compared to ECW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, is that going to last week in week out? Well, that's got to be wait to be that's, seen. Yeah, exactly. We're going to have to wait and see on that one. Mm. I don't know. What, what do you think the future's uh, going to hold for it, Mark? I mean, because you're you're a bit more optimistic than we are with with the future of the show. I, I think saying that it's a, a vehicle for Danielson and Miz is correct for the first episode, yeah. but we haven't seen. Uh, his name completely escapes me. I know his first name's Justin. Uh, the guy who's the current FCW champion, Justin Gabriel. Yes, he South he's African uh, South African guy. He he is on next week. Yeah. Um, and I think he's going to be a big thing as well. I mean, I think I don't think that Danielson and the Miz will be featuring heavily uh, next episode. And I think it'll take a three or four episodes for us to realise how they're going to move it backwards and forwards to make people. I mean, no one's even said how long a season of it lasts. Yeah, that's a that's a good because point. Even the, yeah, because uh, I mean WWE, even though they do technically stick to the summer season, the full season, it's still episodic television that's basically carried on for you know twenty twenty five years. Really, it, it doesn't have a break. It doesn't stop for a you know a holiday or anything. So it's difficult to sort of pinpoint seasons. I, I think how that's going to work. That will be the saving grace for NXT. It's doing it as a season, maybe like a normal TV season, twenty six weeks. Yeah, and that's it stopped. And then they bring a break, in a, and or, yeah, either a break or just bring in a brand new batch of um, yeah of rookies. That'll be its saving grace. But I, I see I what you're saying. Lasting twenty six weeks like this, but <laughs> we've, but then again, like Mark said, we've only seen week one. Yeah. So you know, we need to see what they're going to do, and it'll be nice if they slowly start moving the pros away from the rookies, and you start seeing the rookies going at it one on one. Yeah. And you know, the pros are literally sat at ringside. Yeah, yeah. Because that's when NXT will start showcasing what it can do. Because at the moment, if you opened up NXT on on week one mm. and you saw, um, I don't know, picking two names out of random, Wade Barrett and David Otunga mm. coming out and having a match with no pro yeah. involved, the crowd would sit there and go, "What the hell? Yeah, what's going on?" So yeah. you have to have the pros out there competing for the first couple of weeks. Do you think, as long as they change, the do you format, think this program net NXT is more of a program for? say the internet wrestling fan as opposed to the casual wrestling fan who likes Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker definitely yeah definitely but yeah. it also it, it, it gets rid of that tag as well by immediately saying to the internet fans okay we've got Brian Danielson the guy you love but we're going to change his name and we're going to put him as a rookie 
So there are lots of guys here that people have been dying to see on TV for a while. People like, you know, Justin Gabriel. We've heard stuff about Heath Slater before, um, obviously Danielson. But so, you know, you, you, you're looking at it and you get to see them now on WWE TV on a big stage, but it mm. keeps getting beat into them. No, 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 none of the stuff you've done before matters. Now you're in the WWE. That, yeah, but that's like yeah. for an internet internet wrestling fan. Yeah. The casual, the kids who aren't on the internet so much, things they don't like know that. Brian Danielson no. is. Yeah. Is that, gonna, is. is that going to connect and continue on for to get people connecting to this sort of program I don't think it is if you've got Shawn Michaels going up or just whatever Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker at SummerSlam mm. or anything like that happening they're going to be like oh, I don't really want I'm going to watch that and then watch this and connect with these NXT guys yeah for the next, for the, as well I don't I don't think it is that's why they've, they've got to, they, well they've got to do one of two things they've got to really work hard to build characters and get these likeable characters on TV like from day one you've the first match you see of these guys you've either got to love them or you've got to hate yeah. them you've got to have some reaction to them immediately and second off if they're going for the kids audience they should be pushing the fact like you know like again this, this Heath Slater guy you know oh, he's only you know 2021 or something you know kids you know this could be you in in 10 years you know if you want to be a WWE superstar you can make it this could be this is the first you know step in the ladder of being a WWE superstar and you know maybe relate that to the kids so the kids are thinking oh wow this is what I could be this this is how I break into WWE even though it's not going to happen like that but yeah but it gives that sense of you're you're forgetting you're forgetting the number of times they tell people not to try this at home well yeah true true but I mean you know again they're going to have to push it as though you know make sure you go to a good wrestling school yeah I don't know how they're going to do it but they need to relate it to the kids a bit more if they're going to keep the you know the the the, the, the or the PG audience um, interested in it I think it's definitely going to it's going to be one to watch it's going to be very intrigued to see how they change NXT over the next few weeks yeah for the first week's episode yeah very good mm. very impressed yeah um I just hope that they do something different and we start and I think we will like Mark said we, as, as the show starts progressing further, further on through the season yeah. we'll start seeing different guys coming out and your favourites will start appearing and you'll, you'll cheer but what I would say is Danielson Jericho best match I've seen on WWE television for a very long mm, time hell of a match yeah especially the fact that, that Jericho felt the need to go back to the Lion Tamer yeah yeah oh proper yeah proper finisher yeah you know, proper finisher yeah, I mean, again, Code Breaker is another one of those stupid moves that we were talking about earlier. How's that going to hurt anyone? But when was the last you know? time he used a light table? What, was oh, knees, knees, to, knees to the face? Yeah, yeah like but that. again, yeah, knees to a face if you're doing that as a yeah a legitimate move but he always does it that you, you don't quite get the knees to the face it goes to the chest and they end up throwing themselves back and it just looks really weak but the thing is though with the co-breaker it's uh, it, it looks like a poor man's version of carlito's backbreaker yeah which is exactly yeah. the same move with a lion soul with a lion tamer it's completely different yeah yeah true Both. and that yeah. the uh danielson launching himself out the ring Ow. at jericho jericho Ooh, catching geez. him spinning him around yeah, slamming right. him into that table jesus yeah that looked like that hurt have you yeah. seen the bruise though he put the picture up on twitter it's on wwe.com yeah. yeah. as well it looks nasty but i'll tell you what i did not realize danielson was that small yeah yeah well that, he that's, is a, think, he is tiny isn't he yeah i think that's what stopped him from getting to wwe you know five years ago is that is the fact that he's you know he is he's not your stereotypical quote-unquote wwe superstar mold 
but now obviously with, with TNA stepping things up WWE are realizing they're, they're having to look to different talent uh, you know their, their most recent crop of uh, new guys like your Zigglers, your Morrisons, your uh, Jack Swaggers, who they thought were going to be catapulted straight up into the main event. So Undertaker and Sean and Triple H could all retire, and you know you've got your new crop, uh, crop of superstars. Is it's not happening? I'm, they I'm, need to look elsewhere. I'm just yeah. to see where it's going to go because I'm I'm thinking it. There's not going to be this like even another. You look down the, the way of the merchandise thing. Are they going to have merchandise for these guys? And you know you can go and buy like all these Cena action figures and Cena T-shirts. You Wade know, Barrett jockstrap now yeah. available at oh, WWE you know, Shop. God, I, don't, I can't see the, the connection for the fans over the next. For, if it's going to like I, 26 weeks season. I don't think you'll get any sort of merchandise for NXT rookies. No, I don't think um, that. But then until they go to Raw or SmackDown, how's it going to? Keep. I've, I think it's more of a thing for internet wrestling fans as opposed to us. It's it's something. Yeah. It is something the IWC will watch, and they'll know more about guys like Danielson. Mm. But at the same time, if you brought someone like Heath Slater straight up to SmackDown, mm. you wouldn't see him. No, no. But this is where this is where it's going to be good. Yeah, I agree. Like Danielson and building them up, and I can see you probably have one of these guys win a win the belt, win a, win a championship in next year, maybe if they keep it going. What yeah. Would, what would be good is if they if they did um, similar to kind of what the FWA Academy did, and they had their FWA Acad- champion. Right. Yeah. And then the NXT, you win the championship belt of NXT. Yeah. And then that guy at the seat when the season downtime mm. appears on Raw and SmackDown. Going against the some belt. of the other rookies like, with it, the NXT title. It's a 13 yeah. week season. It's a 13 week season. Yeah. 13 weeks, okay. Interesting. Are we going to see uh, some kind of NXT representation at WrestleMania, whether it's just uh, a match or a tag team match with some of the pros? Or I think you'll I see think it in the dark match. And I think you will. To give this promotion a put, to give NXT mm. a push, I think you will see a match. Maybe an NXT Battle Royal with just all, all of the rookies in there or. I don't, I, I don't. I don't. I think if anything, they'll go to the ring with their people, and that'll be about it. Right. Yeah. So I, I think Jesus, be an that will make uh, money in the bank a bit claustrophobic, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Interesting. I think you might see Danielson maybe cost the Miz in some form, maybe at WrestleMania. Yeah. Possibly. What yeah. was weird was that Danielson come out with the Miz's music. Yeah, because you kept expecting weird. him to come out to the final countdown. Yeah. Yeah, when he comes out with "I'm awesome," and then like it's Danielson comes out, it's just not right. Not same right Roby wore an ROH though. Yeah, well, yeah, I think it's yeah, Slightly same, same style, same style. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm surprised they haven't drastically altered his wardrobe. I'm surprised they letting him still call himself the America Dragon. Are they? I think so. Uh, he, he's got it written on no, his robe. I think it's written on his robes. And that's yeah, it. they they've never actually referred to. Oh him right, as that. okay, yeah, yeah. Um, guys, I mean, just uh, post your thoughts in the chat room about uh, NXT, or give us a call if you want to. Are the phone lines open. And yes, they are open. Yeah, zero two zero eight one double four five seven three six. We need to call our special guest in the minute. We do. Also, also we're going to be doing an all British special on the Merrill Mania. Rob Terry, Paul Birchall, Brutus Magnus, and Doug Williams. There you go. Yeah, all British special. That'll work. And uh, she's got an extra insight in this one because she's seen the three members of the British Invasion, uh, you know, in person. She yeah, she, uh, has. she was at the show in um, in Bournemouth and so. Wembley. Yeah, and Wembley. She's seen him twice. Yeah, Christ. No, that's, that's, that's she's all seen Dixie Carter as well, hasn't she? Yes. <laughs> did you do that story on air? I can't remember if you did. I don't know what that. Well, I think I did. Yeah. We went back to, to get our tickets for Wembley. I had to go back to, well, to the, the the reception, and I was all in a huff trying to find the tickets and sort it out. And then 
uh anyway meryl was standing next to me and then we got our tickets got in and when dixie came out to the ring meryl was like oh i saw that lady standing next to us when we were sorting out tickets <laughs> i didn't even see her there when i was trying to because i did try to sort the tickets out and even though she was standing right next to me <laughs> nightmare uh, unbelievable unbelievable yes uh, phone lines are open 02081445736 um, have we heard back we, from our special guest yes we have we have we need to work out how to do this uh, I don't know you're, you're doing it look I, I work it out I, I, I do a huge feat of engineering in making this bloody laptop stay plugged in for the whole time and not buzz yeah you've done really hey well. Lee, Lee Wallace we've got to do an on there plug for the t-shirts Oh yeah, t-shirts. Yeah, on air plug for the t-shirts. Ministry of Slam t-shirts are available. Uh, Ministryofslam.com. There's a banner at the bottom of every single page, uh, and you can get those for just twelve pounds, including postage and They're really good, top quality t-shirts. They well. are. They are. They're uh, fruit of the loom, aren't they? Fruit of the loom. Fruit of the loom. Yeah, good quality stuff. So uh, yeah, you can pick those up uh, on uh, Ministryofslam.com. We're calling trade off. Calling our special guest right yes. now. Yes. Okay. Okay. Hi, welcome to Ministry of Slam. Is this our special guest? Well, I tell you what, with all the accents we got, we might as well add some redneck to this show. And over <laughs> it, <you laughs> awesome. Let's uh, let's introduce you to uh, to our listening audience. We have on the line the Trey Dog uh, of uh, Wrestling News Live, one yep. of the um, well most well known, uh, longest running uh, internet uh, shows over in the states. You've been going for years, my friend, and uh, big time for you. You're relaunching WNL tomorrow night. Yeah, tomorrow night, uh, going to be like the first time ever, you know, that you still get the goosebumps, you still got the, you know, butterflies in your stomach, like the first show you ever did, you know, and we're probably going 13 years now, like some of the listeners the other day said that we're either the, the Ric Flair or the Terry Funk of the internet, we'll never retire. <laughs> as, as long as you're not being spit-roasted, I don't mind. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> oh, no, that, oh, no that, that just refers to one of our uh, one of your cock-ups, Andy, about yes. Terry Funk. Not, it was the ring-roast, not the spit-roast. Yeah. It was the ring-roast DVD, but I said he was being spit-roasted. Yeah. yeah. Which isn't... No, I, <sighs> I don't, don't even talk about that. Anyway, Trey, um, <laughs> you've had uh, a, a, an interesting sort of year because uh, WNL kind of it, it wound down. You, you, you've uh, went on to, to WrestleView. Um, I, know, I don't know how much you, you can talk about this um, on air, uh, but you know, you, you've had a, a few changes over the, the past few years. But now, uh, what led to uh, Wrestling News Live coming back? Well, I'll tell you what I can tell you. Um, about... Well, right about six, seven months ago, I guess, eight months ago maybe now, uh, Adam approached me, who's been my longtime co-host, and uh, he said, hey, he said, you know, I'm, I'm really not having the time to do what I used to do for the show, and and at that point, I was, bu- I was starting to get busy again with my personal life and a new radio job here in the States, and I was like, yeah, I'm really busy too. Uh, he said, well, we're not getting paid for this. we got to figure something out. Yep. And about that time, uh, which is really ironic, because at that time we were doing the most live listenership we'd ever done before. Jesus. And, and things were going really well. It was just, it seemed week by week, the motivation was less and less, and it got a little, little bit, it got a little bit more difficult to get motivated to do the show. And and I knew where he was coming from, and he was working hard for his website all all day every day, and. So, long story short, the guys at WrestleView got together and decided to create a network. They were going to try uh, an all-radio, internet radio network, and charge a minimal fee to listen. Now, they did all that and came to me and said, well, basically, the four of us have contracts 
you don't. And I said, okay, well, where does that leave me? <laughs> and that basically left me joining the party and bringing my show over there on an interim basis to see what would happen or basically asked out on my own by myself. And at that time, I didn't have the time to do a show by myself. I didn't have the, the, the motivation, the time. You know, I was busy dealing with moving and, and a whole lot of other things. And I said, you know what, let's go with it. Let's just see what happens. And they said, you know, in six months, if things are going well, then we'll get you a contract just like the rest of us, and it'll all be an even partnership. Okay. And I said, okay, well, let's give it a shot and make the best of it. Let's get as many people in here as we can so we can start making some money. Worst mistake I ever made in my life. But you live by what you learn, and, and I know now that was a dumb idea. Um, I wish them the best. I hope that they continue to grow. Um, they're just going to have to outdo me on Monday nights to get there. <laughs> so, of course, the, the return tomorrow night of WNL, um, like you said, it's going to be a big night for you. What, what have you got coming up? What sort of surprises can you leak out to us at the moment? Well, we... Uh, kind of and i say we jj sexy and i from sunday night showdown we we kind of got together we got fired together so we might as well work together <laughs> um we decided that we would come back and do what the original idea that i had when asked uh for the other network they said you know could you help us program some stuff because you got a little bit of radio experience my idea was this get a free website and put programming on there every night of the week. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but there's a lot of times when I'm sitting at home and there's no wrestling on TV, which is few and far between these days, mm. but I kind of want to talk wrestling. I want to hang out with the people that I talk wrestling with, you know, yeah. my internet fan base, my friends. And I thought if you put a show or two on every night, it gets to be it's where it's a, it's habitual for the wrestling fans to just go okay I've had dinner I've put the kids to bed now I'm gonna go listen to some radio mm. and that's what I'm trying to do now is to put put together something where there's at least a show or two every night over on the uh, Sunday Night Showdown dot com network that's not a network by the way uh, <laughs> it just kind of happened it just kind of happened that way. Um, but that's the goal as of right now. Um, for the future of Wrestling News Live, you know, with JJ and I together as the hosts, yeah, we're going to do some interviews. We're not going to overload you with interviews. I've been there. I've done that. You know, I've interviewed everybody in TNA I want to talk to. Mm. There might be a handful of people there that are new since then that I haven't interviewed. But... To me, a good wrestling show, kind of like you guys have been on the air for how many hours now already today? Uh, we started at, just what, half six? We're hours. about, yeah, just coming up to three hours. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you, you've entertained your audience, you've been full of content and information, and you haven't had to rely on some interview to get you through your show. Yeah. Can I point out that the entertaining part is, is a conjecture, <laughs> and there's no proof that actually happened. <laughs> but I mean you understand what I'm saying a lot of these yeah. shows nowadays they feel they need an interview because they can't entertain their audience for their two hour period that they're scheduled yeah. you know we're not like that we're going to give you all the entertainment you can handle for the for the price which is free so don't bitch um, you know we're going to do what we can to entertain you give you the information you need we're going to have some new segments we're going to have you know a couple of people come back that have been on the show in the past and contribute in small areas um, but we're just going to do what we used to do. We're going to talk wrestling. And, uh, you know, it's not one of those shows where if you don't 
believe our opinion, then you're the Antichrist. <laughs> you're free to have your own opinion. You're free to make your own prediction. And we're just going to go back to what made Wrestling News Live an award-winning radio show. There and you that's go. it. You you have won Wrestling Radio Awards on multiple occasions, like Show of the Year. So oh, seven. <coughs> <laughs> Didn't quite hear that. How how many? Seven. 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 <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we we got a way to go to get that, but um, yeah, we're, we're getting that's there. seven we're, we're total. Going. That's not seven shows of the year. We've only got two show of the year, so yeah. We want to try to win this year to keep the big mosh from getting three in a row. Yeah, yeah. Monday Night Mayhem. Of course, you're going to be head to head with them now, aren't you? On a Monday night. Well, they'll be a few hours before us. They usually go on a little bit before Raw and carry over into Raw. And nobody, I mean, and, and no disrespect to anybody in the uh, wrestling radio community, but uh, nobody works harder than the Big Mosh. I yeah. mean, that guy, he's booking guests in his sleep. I don't know how he does it, but he's always got somebody, yeah. and he's always got somebody to sponsor it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I have been trying to work out how he does it. I mean, they had uh, was it their eighth or ninth anniversary show a couple of weeks ago. They, they had Hogan on it. They had Flair on it. And Bischoff. They had, uh, yeah, Bischoff's been on the last couple of weeks. But when Hogan and Flair were on, apparently totally unscripted, Dixie Carter knew that Hogan and Flair were on. Dixie Carter phones up out of the blue to come on their show. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's funny because when when Wrestling News Live was just getting started. I was making a comment about this the other day with the NXT, which is what you guys were just talking about. Mm. I, I too, kind of expected a tough enough feel yeah. to NXT with, with its debut. Totally happy with what we got. We'll just have to... And I tell my listeners this all the time because the internet wrestling community is so, so down on wrestling. They, just, they would rather bitch than, than, than give something a chance. Yeah. You know? and, I'm, and I'm trying to preach to my listenership. Just give something a chance before you totally drop trow and crap all over it. Give it a minute. See what's going to happen. You know? No, I'm not a big fan of Abyss with the Hulk Hogan ring. But let's see where it goes before we totally just decide that it's worthless. You know? And, and that's that's yeah, what I'm trying I, to I preach to it with the NXT thing. Give it a minute, see where it goes. But you know, thinking of the tough enough days, I can remember when I was just a kid at Christmas, excited as I could be, that we were interviewing Jonah from Tough Enough. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that was one of our first interviews. I was like, how cool is this? <laughs> you know. And then it went from there to TNA and. You know, I remember the TNA days when I first started calling them. They were on they were on their second weekly pay per view mm. when I called them and I said, "Hey, look, here's who we are. Here's what we do. Here's what we can do to help you. You know, here's what you can do to help us." Yeah. And he says, "Well, let's set you up with an interview." And they gave us Julio De Niro. Jeez. Wow, that was old school. Old school. And I was like, "Okay." And he goes, "Well, now if you do good with this one, then we'll give you somebody a little better known next time." Mm, yeah. So it got to the point to where the relationship we had with TNA, we were so tight. They were calling me at 9 o'clock in the morning on my day off when I was still asleep going, we've got two guests for your show this week, one this hour and one in the second hour. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> they were booking my show for me for a while, you know. Jeez. And we went down there during the Nashville days right as they were still doing weekly pay-per-views. And we we were just, you know, in awe as a wrestling radio show to be on location. Mm. I mean, that was the coolest thing ever. But Big Mosh and Money Night Mayhem were there, and goddamn, there was 12 of them working for the show. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> oh, so that, that was my first time to meet Big Mosh. I knew he was going to be successful then, and he's 
still doing it today so yeah i mean again it's it's frustrating in a way it really is when you see a show doing that well but you can't help but have respect for the guy exactly I mean, yeah it's he does so well with that show but i mean you know it's it's early days for us and of course you're coming back we'll uh you know we'll we'll, we'll knock him back into line we'll you know show him who's boss there you go there you go <laughs> fingers crossed I'm just, I'm just hoping it's, it's crazy because uh, literally and, and, I, and there's a lot of people to think and I'll do that on my show and not waste a whole lot of your time but there's there's so many people to think for this coming back you know I was literally future endeavored from the other site for about five minutes and I had four offers mm. you know hey why don't you come join our show or hey put your show on our network or hey our website could use a show on Monday night you know I'm like thanks 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 I want to think about this for a little bit you know and see where I want to go and I almost just hung it up yeah, yeah. I I was real close to saying, you know what? There is enough radio out there that if I want to be Dave Meltzer and just chime in on a few shows here and there, I can do that and scratch my itch. Mm, yeah. But then there's the competitive side of me that says, oh yeah. <laughs> well, let's just see who runs Monday nights now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and who the answer's going to be? Yeah, yeah. It, it just you know, JJ came to me and said, hey, I got an idea. I said, what's that? He said, well, with the Monday Night Wars heating up, if they want to, you know, go Monday night, let's go head-to-head. Let's see what happens. It's going to be good. It's, you know, we we tend to stick to, to Sunday night so we can have the, the big uh, pay-per-view previews and, and do all of that and be literally the one of the last things you hear before you, uh, you know, the pay-per-views come on. But uh, you guys, you know, straight after straight after Raw, I believe it is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you're, you're on and, and talking about all this stuff. And, you know, Monday nights, it hasn't been great over the last, uh, you know, couple of years. But now you've, you've finally got TNA making that move to Mondays. Everyone's going to step their game up and you're going to have some good stuff to talk about. Yeah, it's exciting because I remember when we first started, you know, we, we went on Monday nights live right after uh, Raw and WCW both at the same time were over with. And the original idea, I won't lie to you, I, I stole the idea from WCW Live. Yeah. Where, you know, they were live right after the show. And you've seen Borash, who was involved with that, now doing it with TNA Live. Mm. Um, I just thought, you know, this what a great thing. You know, 12 years ago, as soon as the show's over with, to jump on the internet and be around like-minded individuals and discuss your thoughts. You know, what you saw, what you think's going to happen next. You know, and it it didn't happen overnight, let me tell you. I mean, that first show had three listeners, and we thought we were just cool in the gang. <laughs> you know, but then, you know, as it went on and we developed, I mean, like I said, bef- before we went to this paper-listen thing, the show was literally drawing up to about 300 live listeners and that's good for the time of night that we're on yeah yeah you know because i can tell you right now i have to be awake at 4 a.m and we don't end the show until 12 30 a.m yeah so i get very little sleep on mondays but you know there's a lot of people out there in the same boat that i'm in and that's why we've always done so well on downloads and podcasts because of the time of night that we're live but to have that many live listeners you know right you know listening literally at that time of night blows me away and i I love each and every one of them 
yeah uh, nothing nothing quite like i mean we've we've switched to just doing a podcast every so often and it nothing quite compares to to doing radio mm. live and and you know we, we've got our chat room up and running as well and, and you know listening to or seeing you know the reactions of of people as you as you're talking about stuff and hearing their views and you know in just a few minutes we're going to be getting people on the show to uh, you know chime in with their comments and and it's all good but um i mean just a, a quick plug wrestlingnewslive.tk is uh, is the site to head on over to uh the show airs uh, be tomorrow night pretty much straight after raw around about 11 30 p.m eastern time 10 30 p.m central so that's about 4 30 in the morning uh, uk time so not i know that a few crazy people that are up at 4 30 in the morning uh over here in the uk so we'll get some listeners for you there but it's uh, it's all, all going up on itunes and uh being all uh, podcasted yeah everything's gonna be archived hopefully within minutes after the show so uh, if not, definitely, definitely, uh, sometime Tuesday morning we'll have the archive of the podcast and all that up for everybody. Awesome. So, looking forward to being free again. <laughs> awesome! Can't wait! Can't wait to hear it. And uh, so, yeah, check it out. WrestlingNewsLive.tk. Trey, we're going to be working with you. Uh, you know, moving forward, uh, I know we're, we're going to be uh, definitely pushing for you as our our US partner. I think uh, US partner in crime. Uh, so you know you can listen to us on the Sunday listen to WNL on the uh, on, on the Monday. Monday straight after Raw um, so best wishes my friend for, for the show tomorrow alright thanks guys you know what keep doing what you're doing we'll see each other at the award show awesome cheers Trey speak Take to you soon bye so that was the uh, Trey Dog Wrestling News Live. Bit of a character. He's uh, he's the man, and uh, definitely a you know a radio guy and a radio veteran. Yes, great radio voice. He's too. a good man. <laughs> any uh, any word on Meryl yet, Lawrence? Yeah, she's ready, man. She's ready. Do, yeah. Should we do it now? Should we do it now? Then we'll have a very quick break. Then we'll bring on the uh, the onslaught of uh, the callers. The okay. callers, yeah. Because <sighs> we haven't had any phone calls yet. Martin, you still alive? I'm still here. Yes, I was there. listening intently to, uh, to everything you were saying because I thought it was fascinating stuff. Um, I, I did, admittedly, as soon as you brought him on, think you'd had Cody Dina. <laughs> but, uh, Everyone American but, sounds like Cody Dina to us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cody Dina. You had to like that. He's guy. the man. He's awesome. Brilliant. Uh, we are joined at the moment by the leader of Meryl Mania. Oh, hi, okay. Jesus. Jesus, you're so loud. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'll go. Is it better now? Yeah, that's that's fine. No, it's okay. Oh, it's okay. Sorry. Don't I'm worry. Not used to the Skype thing. She's about she's about two feet away from her phone, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she's got Skype now. It's, it's, it's a hot, she broke her Skype virginity last week. Yeah, my little microphone. <laughs> she's pop, popped her Skype cherry. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! Now uh, we've got uh, next week on the show. We've got Brutus Magnus from the British Invasion coming on. So we thought uh, this week to build us up to that uh, a UK edition of uh, Merrill's. What does this wrestler look like? Uh, so again, those of you who haven't heard this, you're in for an experience. Merrill has an uncanny X Men like ability to uh, identify what thing or object or, or whatever and there goes my phone again uh, that certain wrestlers look like and um, if you, you don't know what we're talking about just listen intently and you'll get an idea of it Lawrence the floor's all yours okay Meryl are you ready yeah fine thanks yeah ready okay so Meryl who do you think uh, Rob Terry what do you think Rob Terry looks like well, when I looked at him instantly I thought he looked a bit like lemonade <laughs> No, the drink. <laughs> That's great. Well, maybe oh, prepping up, but that kind of fizzy type lemony drink. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, right. 
<laughs> oh dear. That's no. That's no, almost okay, as good okay, as Miss cool. Elizabeth and Conkers. Okay, uh, what do you think um, a Paul Birchall looks like, Meryl? Um, definitely um, some kind of potato based <laughs> dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, that was a strong one. <laughs> that was a strong one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, these were strong with that one. What do you think uh, another uh, member of the British invasion looks like? Doug Williams. You saw him in, in person. He's, he was in the X Division, uh, Old Max at Wembley. He won it. Yeah. Yeah, I remember him. Um, yeah, I, I think he looks a bit like no gingerbread. <laughs> or he could even be a gingerbread man. <laughs> or something made out of that kind of dough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so this is too much. Okay, and then he's, he's going to be on the show next week, Meryl. Um, what do you think Brutus Magnus looks like? Um, this sounds horrible towards him, but it's, it's meant to be a compliment. He, he looks like grey slime. <laughs> I am not telling him <laughs> that. <laughs> so, uh, FSM columnist and uh, <laughs> guest on our show next week, Nick Aldis, Brutus Magnus looks like grey slime. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's not his fault or anything. It's, just like, <laughs> it's, it's not, not your fault. It's just the ability. It's not your fault. You look like grey slime. You just do. <laughs> yeah, you can't argue with facts. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, this is good. This is good, Meryl. That was uh, that was one of the best ones yet. That was. That oh, thank was you very much. Oh, my T's are strong. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're getting better every week, I think, definitely, as far as the, the rest of the Yeah. Well, you're, like, you're like Rogue from the X-Men, but, you know, not quite. But better. <laughs> yeah, but better. The without, the, without the white hair. <laughs> <laughs> I look a bit like him as well. It's a her. Well, Rogue, it's a woman. Yeah. Rogue's a, her, Rogue, Rogue's a woman, Meryl. Oh, I thought you were talking about the old man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. Yes. You, look, you look like Jean-Luc Picard. That's yeah. what I was saying. That. In a wheelchair. I... You look like Captain Picard, Meryl. That's who I was talking about. Pardon? I think that's who I was talking about. Captain Picard? I don't know. Just some old man with grey hair who's in it. Oh, right, okay. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Never mind, eh? Okay, um, Meryl, thank you very much. Your uh, your abilities once again have proved uh, entertaining to the MOS audience. Uh, we're we're going to think of some really good ones. I think some old school wrestlers next week, Lawrence, from the yeah. uh, you know the old school WWF. Giant, years, maybe. giant haystacks. Giant haystacks. That's a good one. Ultimate uh, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, I want to do one. Ultimate Warrior definitely next week. Yeah, <laughs> some, some some of the old school guys. I think would definitely be, yeah, be on the agenda. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Meryl, yeah. th thank you very much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you, thank you. It's a pleasure as always. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, thank you. Right. Bye. 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 <laughs> uh, entertaining as always. Right, uh, we're going to take our last commercial break of the night and then come back uh, and give you guys the opportunity to call in. And uh, it's been a bit of a manic one tonight. I've had stuff all over the place, but um, yeah quick commercial break for us to get our breath back and uh, you guys can chime in with whatever you like uh, talk to us about Wrestling News Live of course coming back tomorrow talk to us yep. about Elimination Chamber NXT uh, Road to Wrestlemania do you feel in the Wrestlemania spirit uh, you let us know um, 020-8144-5736 when we come back from the commercial break we'll see you after this
This is the phenomenal AJ Styles, your TNA World Heavyweight Champion, and you're listening to the Ministry of Slam. My name is Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam. My name is Rob Van Dam. I use adult language, and yet I stand here and tell you I consider myself to be a really good role model. It's not easy to explain in 10 words or less. That's why I got my own show. Don't worry about reading interviews posted somewhere else and internet rumors. Hey, I'm going to give it to you straight. I know you miss my moves, but don't look for me to be putting the boots on again right away. See, this right here is what I'm talking about when I say I miss being home. Now you get to see the real me, because nobody's writing this shit. A couple of good friends of mine, Dave DeFalco, movie producer, director, writer, distributor. What up, dude? RBD here with Dave DeFalco, Triple D. Longtime friend of Rob Van Dam. Another good friend of mine, Andrew Bernarski, actor from many, many movies, including a lot of horror movies like Leatherface. I play Leatherface, but I don't condone people that are mass murderers. Leatherface rules. Stop fronting that's classic. Hey, Leatherface. Everybody watching RBD TV, get a piece of the R. Also joined by Mark Scheffler, good friend of mine. Well, don't you think that violence in films leads to, you know, violence in reality? Then we got Sin Dog from Cypress Hill. And I was with the Reyes Brothers. So get your medical marijuana card, please. A lot of guys don't want to take the responsibility for what they did. Nobody, nobody forced you to smoke anything. Nobody forced you to, to, to inject anything. You're going to have to buy it on pay-per-view. I go by the name of Mellow Man Ace, a.k.a. the Cheddar Getter. And over here we got Taboo from the Black Eyed Peas. What's up, y'all? One, two, I'ma rock this shit. Brother MC, I'ma rock this shit. <laughs> I love you. Justin McCauley, the insane one from UFC. Right. Word. Chris Masters, WWE superstar. Two for what you're looking at? This is RVD TV. This is part of the team right here. I feel happy. I feel healthy. I feel terrific. Just as I thought, heavy as shit. Everybody's got an opinion, so let's just talk and see uh, what everyone's opinions are. Yeah, Kevin Turner, Hollywood talent agent. Good friend of mine, John Crane, Hollywood martial artist. This RVD TV is off the map. This is how I am. This is real life. See you later. You wanted them and they're finally here. The 2010 Ministry of Slam t-shirts are now available from the online store at ministryofslam.com. Just 12 pounds including postage and packaging to anywhere in the world. Join the MOS revolution and order They stepped out of the squared circle and started a revolution. The
Ministry of Slam Radio Show. We're back with uh, the last segment of Ministry of Slam. You can call in 020-8144-5736 and we've got calls coming in already. We do. I've already had to count as one. There you go. Azzy, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How are you doing? I heard Rick Flair music in the background of the commercial. Oh, yeah. And I want to say, I realized how much I fucking hate Rick Flair lately. I mean, he he's tarnishing his legacy. Okay, he cuts nice promos, but he he shouldn't step in the ring. I just hate see him doing that. I mean, he had such a great send-up. No other wrestler ever has had such a great send-up. And what he does, he basically shits all over it with the, this uh, here stepping in ring with, with Hogan. It's just so stupid. Can you have the same argument, not necessarily as far as the send-off goes, but the fact that whether or not people actually belong in a ring, can you make the same argument for A, Brett, and B, Vince McMahon? That's a bit different thing, though, because, well, first of all, Brett really never had that send-off, and B, fans really want to see him put a sharpshooter on wins. As in Rick, they don't want to see him in the ring as much as they want to see Brett put the sharpshooter on wins. If Rick Flair loves doing it, I, and f- let him do it I don't think there's any problem if he wants to do it and he's going to pull in people watching t- I think people are going to tune in if, what would you rather see Kofi Kingston versus Jack Swagger Jack Swagger <laughs> or Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan is going to pull people into the well, program actually I'd love to see Kofi Kingston versus Jack Swagger because I for one actually quite enjoy Kofi Kingston well that's just an example <laughs> but you know what I mean for the names and they're trying to build this product for the future of wrestling you want to get people tuning into TNA on that Monday night it's going to make well, people I tune into it I think for one day Lily should uh, use Vic Floyd as a manager because he's good as a manager role but when he's a ring it's just stupid it's just stupid to see him again in the ring he, he hasn't got younger Hogan hasn't got younger it's like watching two I don't know two old hookers trying to sell them it's like who I rather choose two new hookers as in your case Kofi Kingston or Jack Swagger or fucking old hookers who fucking smell 500 feet away There's no way to talk about <laughs> Maria <laughs> Man, they're just doing it to help the pro- the product of TNA get their wrestling I, fans over. I, I think. I, I I agree with him that Flair shouldn't be in the ring. Uh, yeah. Not, but it's not because he hasn't got the ability. I just think it's disrespectful to um, send off. Yeah, to his send off. I, I think his send off should remain his send off. And and the thing is, if they're going to bring, think, if, yeah. if they're going to put Flair in the ring, hmm. then you don't do it on free TV. You do, no, it. They do it on free up. TV it's for only, that. It's only to get the set. ratings, isn't it? For yeah, the for first, that one show. For the first live show. That's, that's, that's all it's I mean, for. It, they have to do it. It's the first live show since January 4th. January 4th was basically a pay-per-view. This has to be the same again. So now that they're live, people would have again that interest that they flared on uh, January 4th. If they don't do that, it just would be again stupid uh, TNA booking. If they have at least half a brain left in his uh, bounded skull, they will make it a fucking pay-per-view. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying there. I mean, I, I, I'm going to be happy with it as long as AJ gets lots of good offense in against Hogan, and as long as Abyss gets to beat the shit out of Flair. As long as it, you know, it's it's believable that way. I mean, I think it's been portrayed in TNA that these guys aren't in their prime, but they still want to beat the shit out of each other. But as long as Abyss is in there and is believable against Flair, and you know, he gives him it a won't happen. slam. It won't, it won't. It won't happen. It won't happen. Hogan or Flair. Ho- the only person that Flair can Hogan work can work against is Flair. Hogan and AJ will not touch each other, and if anything happens, AJ will be the one on the suffering end. Yeah, I'm. I I still hold out. I think I still think that they're going to make Abyss and AJ look good in that match. I really do. Call me insane, but about reserving AJ is he really looks out of place with Ric Flair. First of all, have you noticed he has uh, bleached streaks in his hair now? Yeah, I don't. I think he goes quite well with Ric Flair. I think this is one of the best AJ styles. With those ladies, I mean, he just looks like a schoolgirl who wants to grab their asses. He doesn't look (laughs) like believable. It's because you're not used to him. It's yeah. because you're used to the clean-cut AJ Styles that everyone, you know, has had for seven years. Oh, well, he needs a beard. Such a drastic well, change. He needs a beard. A beard. Every good heel needs a beard. He looked like Cody Dina. Don't do that. <laughs> Man, this is one of the best AJ Styles we've had for a... I the the one great, thing he needs to stop now. doing is wearing those stupid don't 80s wear the Ric Flair sunglasses. And don't wear oh, the yeah. robe. That are the size of his head. The robe would be fine as long as he didn't have the hood. Yeah, don't do the AJ, you know, flipping his head back, throwing the hood off and doing the original yeah, AJ. that entrance. doesn't work. No, I'm, just... I'm hoping we see the Wolf align him, because he was in the ring with, uh, at the end of Impact, wasn't he? Yeah. Like the Wolf as well with him. Yeah. Well, I Make think a that's stable. What, I think that's where we're getting this Four Horsemen from. Yeah, yeah. To be honest. Yeah, it could be. One thing uh, also funny in TNA was that whole deal with uh, Hogan's WWE ring, Hall of Fame ring. It's a First magic all, ring. why the fuck you show a, your opposing company's Hall of Fame ring on scene, uh, on screen, and then second, who who was the fucking dimwit who thought in his head that it would be a good idea to base a fucking storyline around it? You don't promote your, the other companies like that. Fucking period. That no no argument there. Martin? But they but they but they reference WWE all the time. Yeah, they would do that for if, if they didn't, if they didn't, I'm not saying they have to reference WWE, but by doing it, they acknowledge that wrestling fans and the people watching are human beings with a good memory and a knowledge of the market. Yes. WWE is insulting its own fans by basically saying we're the only thing that exists. That's the end of it. True, but one thing they must do is then they don't have to glorify it because in this case this ring is basically glorified. It's it's basically like a mid mid carter belt at this point. Oh my God, Ab- Abyss has it now. He cherishes and all. If you if you mention your opposing uh, company, you don't. Uh, you just have to make them seem lower, like uh, Bishop did with uh, the jab at the end at Gesto thingy. That was good, but now that you build a storyline about Ring in a good sense, that's stupid. You're basically promoting the other company. But you've also shown the fact that Hogan is willing to give it away, and it's not like, oh, I'm Hall of Famer and I'm going to keep this ring. It's the the best thing I've ever had in my life. It's like, okay, I'll give it to Abyss. I and think he's using it as a, as a something to signify how Hogan believes in uh, like along the storylines. Along, he believes in Abyss to give yeah. him the confidence. And it, also, and it also goes to show the the ego between the two guys as well, because if Hogan's willing to give up his ring to try and persuade <laughs> someone to step up. And Flair's going, don't laugh at me. And Flair's going, um, Abyss takes Hogan's ring. <laughs> it's, it's just, a, yeah, it's, it's silly. Like there's powers in the ring. It's not like it's just something to oh, give yeah. him. If Abyss believes it's got power of the ring, yeah. excuse me, I want. He needs to be called by his proper full name, which is the, the Abyss. The Abyss, yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> if Abyss believes the ring is real, he needs to see a psychiatrist, not a fucking Stevie Richards, he needs to see some real psych. Ah, bring Jim Mitchell back. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I recently watched a shoot with him where he talked about how he almost blew his fingers off with Mikey Wiffelik back in ECW. Yeah, 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 I've, I've seen that shoot. Is that the, the Ring of Honor one? Oh, I have no idea. I saw it yeah, on YouTube. I think it was. Yeah. Azzy, thanks very much for your call. We've got lots okay. of other people calling in, but uh, we'll talk to you next and week. And don't go see Shattered Island. It's quite shitty, actually. Don't okay. believe the hype. All right. There you go. Oh, yeah. Movie okay, critics bye, as guys. well. There you go. See ya. Uh, oh, that call's just rung off. Okay. Yes. We had no. four queuing. Oh, well, Azzy was on the uh, no, line. No, they all what, gone. What, what, what was he slagging off there? I didn't catch the end. Uh, that Shutter thing, that film. I'll tell you what is a good film to see. RVD's new one. What, I've got a copy of that for review. Wrong side, wrong side of town. Of town. Yeah. I like that. If you guys, if you guys are free, come over my house. We'll watch it together. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Up for that. Yeah. Oh, we got another call coming in. We have. Who's that? Let's have a look. Jeffrey, you're live on MOS. Who's this? Hello, it's Chris Vent here, guys. How what's, are you? All? What's popping, Chris? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. You didn't say what's popping. Big too. things are popping. How about you, Lawrence? <laughs> pop, popping the popcorn, mate. <laughs> popping the, pop. popping the popcorn. Oh, um, following on from what Az has said about this Hulk Hogan Abyss stuff, I think it's quite funny, but I don't understand why we have to see Jeff Jarrett fl flip burgers or see that fat mess Mick Foley in a suit. Um, I've never been a Foley fan, I just don't see the point in it whatsoever. He did did a good job with the burgers, though. I thought they were quite nicely browned. Um, I would quite fancy one with onions. Yeah, it made me hungry. Yeah, actually, you can do a good burger, Jeff Jarrett. Do you know what made me laugh about that? That whole promo was when uh, Jarrett's there flipping the burger, and obviously there's this giant cameraman guy stood there with this enormous camera in this tiny little trailer, and there's this woman obviously who is part of the TNA catering or whoever they've, they've brought in from outside to do the catering and she's like trying to like squeeze in between the cameraman and Jarrett <laughs> and everything look get the fuck out of the way I'm trying to cook food <laughs> like they didn't stage it it was just like she was he was really getting there. into the part when I it, think yeah. Jeff Jarrett quite looked like he was enjoying doing the burgers yeah yeah just don't eat them afterwards yeah and then he <laughs> then he cut his finger like cutting the onions it wasn't right and he cried yeah look, the that was cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh yeah, it wasn't uh, TNA wasn't the greatest this week, but uh, yeah, apparently uh, Toys R Us have reported that all the Undertaker figures have all went up in flames as well. <laughs> oh, Chris! <laughs> There's the uh, yeah limited edition version now with the the melted yeah. left arm. You just got to take your yellow bits to it. on his face. Yeah, yellow. Comes with a Johnny Cash CD, Ring of Fire. Oh. <laughs> Someone had to get a Johnny Cash joke in tonight. Yeah, well, had sorry, it had, it had to be me, but. Uh, Thankfully, he's all right after after that happened, you know. But kudos to the man that to actually uh, get in the ring and get water poured on him and go through the match and stuff. And as I said many many months ago about that, Chris Jericho would be the champion at WrestleMania. I was right. Yeah, Chris, man, true. Chris. You, I mean, you you're, you're a Hulkamaniac. What do you think of Hogan coming back to the ring? Um, <laughs> kind of excited but disappointed at the same time. I don't. I hate whenever people say like Ric Flair, "Oh, I'm retiring," and does a Terry Funk or a Mick Foley, and then comes out of retirement. Fair enough that they're doing a tag match rather than doing a one-on-one -on -one match, but Abyss, Abyss, really, Eugene and Kane mesh together. Actually, you know, that's exactly uh, what it is, isn't it? Yeah, just the hand clapping and playing with the hair, you know, and. <laughs> 
Abyss, the monster abyss. He's American made. He was born and raised in the U.S. of A. Something tells me the monster abyss was not raised in Chicago or Illinois or anywhere like that at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Now, uh, sorry, go on ahead, Andy. I was going to say, Chris, we're going to have to try and wind you up quickly because we've got another free call is trying to come through. No worries. Um, Operation no worries. Retroshock. Yep, uh, just a podcast that me and Mr. Price uh, do. The link is in the uh, chat room there, uh, just to do with all retro stuff. The new one should be up in the next couple of weeks, which actually has Lawrence and Andy on it talking about WrestleMania 8 and Ghostbusters. So give it a listen it's and a good uh, show. in the Facebook as well. Show. And hopefully we'll have Mr. Tires on soon to talk about SummerSlam 92. 92, I was there in person. Yeah. yeah, gotta give my own uh, my own little your own perspective. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I, I, did, I was a witness to history when I saw Hacksaw Jim Duggan and the Bushwhackers against uh, the fabulous Ru- uh, no the fabulous Rouge no the Mountie and uh, the, the nasty, nasty boys. boys. Wasn't yeah. it Nails versus Big Boss Man as well? That no Nails versus Virgil. Oh, was it? It was, yeah, it we, was we, a much better match. Try and forget yeah. that. One. <laughs> okay, I'll round up here and just let somebody else phone in. Good job, guys, and uh, speak to you all next week. No doubt. Cheers. God, it's off the chain, isn't it? There's lots of people phoning in. Who's that? Yeah, get that one. And hopefully we'll have. Oh, someone's someone's listening to their radio. Yeah, someone yeah. is. Who's this? <laughs> oh no, Hogan music. I hear Hogan music. That's not Hogan music. That's no, the it's the Miz. Is it? It's a, I, it's reality. It's the Miz, you said. I can barely it's, hear it. It's it's the awesome one, no, it's it's Spanner. Oh, it's Spanner. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the Miz is phoning into our show. Awesome. <laughs> I've used that one because I think that's the better theme tune. I don't like the I don't like his new one. Yeah, oh, I love the time to play. It, it's good, but it doesn't suit him as well as the uh, as the original. I don't I'm, think. I've changed his music now on SmackDown. Oh dear, I haven't gone that far. Yeah. No, no, you haven't gone that far. No, I haven't gone that far. I haven't changed his music on SmackDown. I never bloody play as him, so I don't really see the point. <laughs> I should. Uh, I'm going to change Jack, Swag- uh, Jack Swagger's theme to the Thomas the Tank Engine music. I think. <laughs> That'll be quite funny. That'll work. Uh, anyway, Spanner, how are you doing? Um, is that better? Yes, I can hear yeah, that. that. That's enough. That's enough of that. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a legend. Oh man. Oh dear. Oh, yeah, we're good, mate. We're good. That's cool. What's popping? Um, watch TNA, right? And it's this is TNA. I actually watched TNA today, right? And it's the only time I've ever liked Rob Terry is when he told Bruce Magnus to piss off. That yeah, was brilliant, was wasn't it? That was like a, a, a Desmond Wolf moment. He should just—that should be the only thing he ever says. He just walks backstage <laughs> and t- says, you, "You know, piss off to everyone." In a Welsh accent. Yeah. Don't get you. There's no Welsh accents in wrestling either, is there? Oh, a Welsh world champion. That'd be great. <laughs> You should play for the Wales rugby team as well, man. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> no, oh, no. They no, can come out. Is it me or is Rob, Rob Terry getting bigger? He's getting he, bigger. He looks bigger, yeah, doesn't man. he? Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're definitely right. Yeah. He must have a good. Well, Bruce Magnus is shrinking. Yeah. I, I think it's more Rob Terry is getting bigger. <laughs> <laughs> well, now now that uh, now that Big Popper Pump's gone, that someone's got to take all his uh, all his. Uh, um, no, I didn't say steroids. <laughs> it's Hulk Hogan vitamins. Yeah, yeah. Say your prayers, eat your vitamins. Yeah, Rob Terry's the next person on that bandwagon. It's going to happen. Spanner, what do you think of uh, NXT? I think it's awesome. Like the Miz. Yeah. No, um, that 
I've spoke a bit too much about um, Daniel Bryan on in chat room and stuff a bit, but um, da- Daniel Otunga. Um, David Otunga. He's got some talking hasn't he? Or whatever his name is, the one who's married to or getting married to that Oscar winner. Thing. Yeah, Kate Hudson. Yeah. Jessica Hudson. Jessica Hudson. All oh, right, not Kate yeah. Hudson. Sorry, it's a different person, yeah. isn't it? She was on American Idol H- as well. Hudson River. Yeah. <laughs> Good singer, man. Oh dear. Landed in her bum. Um, yeah. No, I, he's got some mic skills, hasn't he? When I saw that backstage promo thing, do you know when he was sat in front of that ring before he came to the ring? You yeah. know what I mean? Mm. And he was talking about himself. I'm thinking he he didn't have a problem with 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 a mic and stuff, will he? Yeah. No, he's definitely got potential. He's he's gone through the um, the the promo school pretty well. He he looks comfortable in front of the camera. Yeah. Hmm. What's the betting Jennifer Hudson is going to be singing "America the Beautiful" at WrestleMania? I already said that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll happen. It'll happen. All right then, smart. I, I hope. <laughs> yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Put me Lawrence reckon anywhere. Yeah. Hey. Um. Never mind. What? I have a question, right? Before okay. later this week, if you guys were wrestlers, mm-hmm. what would your interest in be? Voodoo Vegas. You guys, should, if you guys all don't say Voodoo Vegas, yeah. If you don't ask, by Voodoo Vegas. Yeah, only, I'll, I'll so you, Vegas. only you can say Voodoo Vegas because you're in Voodoo Vegas. Uh, right. So Lawrence is has got to be so unkind. Some some sort of um, no, yeah, so unkind. It's got to be so unkind, Andy. Oh man, come no, mine would be if it, no, if it wasn't Voodoo Vegas, it'd be uh, there's an Aerosmith song called Beyond Beautiful. I'd right. be that. It's on the Just Push Play album. Okay. Bon Jovi's always. What? As an entrance theme. You, yeah. you would be the, the gay wrestler. We were, we were saying that. that, right, that living happened. on a prayer. Or I don't know. I, I would. I would have like Voodoo Vegas's new one. You did. Oh, King, King Without a Crown. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a great Triple H thing. Good track. Good track. Um, I'd have to be. What was that? Uh, next go round, Nickelback. That we used to use for the show yeah, before next, we used Next go round. Yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah. Spano, uh, Martin, what about you? Do you know, I don't know. I'm just looking through my music now, <laughs> and uh, I think, oh, I know what it would be. Uh, it would be Rammstein. All right. Some, well. Something a bit a bit nasty from Rammstein, probably uh, Links 234 or something like that. Okay. <laughs> I think good. I've got it. There it is. It's here. You've got it. You're going to play it. So that's like someone I don't think you can hear that. Okay. <laughs> sounds like a train. Okay. It's Jack Swagger's train of thought. Like I think it's a shame China never came down to do this like a lady. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I really thought you said it sounds like a tram. A no, tram? I said it sounds like a train. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or Limp Biscuits, my my way. Oh yeah, that, that no, 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 yeah, no. Not well, they used that for us in something, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. there was Crack Addict as well for that was good. I like Crack Addict. Yeah, or Rolling. Ugh. Keep yeah. Going. Okay. <laughs> right, Spano. Uh, we got to move on. We got a couple of other people we got to squeeze in before uh, before the end of the show. But uh, thanks very much for your call. Oh, you're welcome. I, I will. I will be uh, back with another theme tune next week. What it will be, you do not know. Oh, I don't we, we will wait with bated <laughs> breath. <laughs> if, if it's not pie by The Rock, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, right. This is all oh, right. Lawrence is playing his now. Okay. 
good That is pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. That's quite a good one. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, like we like that. That's it. What? What did you just do? I just hung up on Paul. You just hung up on Paul? Yeah, sorry. Martin, man. are you still there? I'm still here. Oh, that's good. That's good. You hung up on Paul. I press the wrong button. Not good. Uh, lines are open for just a few more minutes tonight. Uh, 0 to 0 8 an extended show for the short show last week, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. By five, five minutes. Oh, was it? You, you, you chopped it, did you? We ran out. I, I just... Is there yeah. Well, I cut Martin I, off. Simon got cut off. No, I, I got all my plugs in, and then you cut Simon off. Uh, no, si Simon got in. I just lost you on the battery because the, the laptop. In though. Incessant beeping. Okay. Uh, Ministry of Slam, who's this? <laughs> no, they've rung off. Oh, they've rung off? Yeah. Okay. That was no good. All right. Uh, yeah, 020 TSC Lee 1, if you want to call in uh, via Skype. One more call. It's totally free. Yeah, all right. One more call. Next person who calls in. Because the last person to call in didn't want their opportunity. Oh, so here we go. Give it a whirl. That's <coughs> incessant beeping. Oh, okay. I can hear myself again. I, I can uh, turn that. your speakers down and, um, yeah, who's this? How's it going, guys? This is Dara O'Connor, ringing in from Marvin. Check awesome. Out hey, like how you what's doing? Not much, that's, uh, just hard to give it a call in, say what's up. Wicked. Enjoy I, the show I tonight. Think, I, think, I think Dara's a regular writer to the mag. I am, yeah. yeah <laughs> I recognise recognize your name, yeah. <laughs> cheers, man, cheers. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so for, for, um, for more viewpoints, Fighting Spirit magazine, there we are. Yeah, no, that's a really good magazine. The one that um, that just came out, the newest one, is really, really good. And you're talking about the article there that was um, that was on it there earlier on in the show, okay. and I'm just really enjoying it, so it's epic, you know? Sweet, sweet. Mm. Uh, have, um, you, have you got a column in this month? Uh, no, I just put in a... I just sent in a letter last night, actually, about CM Punk and that, so... Uh, Oh, right, see, okay. see if that gets published now this week or not. So I'll, I'll, I'll be I'll be sure to check my email tomorrow. Cheers. <laughs> at, at some point, maybe. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, I'm really really happy now about the news that uh, we finally get TNA back over this side. You know what I mean? Because for like two months it was just looking for streams. Like you know, I don't know about yous, but I kind of got a bit sick of uh, stream fishing for about an hour and a half looking for TNA. At least yeah. now we just get to watch it, even though it's on a Friday, you know? Well, especially when there, there's been a, a spate of, you know, you go to Justin's house and um, and watch what's going on. And, uh, you know, TNA will physically have someone shutting down each feed stream by stream. And, and people are sort of bouncing from one stream to the next to the next. And, you know, give it about half an hour of that and you just get fed up and you go to bed. Yeah. Um, but at least, yeah, at least we do get to see it now, which is um, which is good. Yeah, very good. I mean, okay, yeah. so we, we don't see it until Friday. But then, like we said earlier, on that means you get to see impact the next night so the, the only problem is, is that it's really hard to avoid spoilers and I've, I've been purposely avoiding the spoilers when I've been Lee's been giving me the DVDs of the torrents and it's nice no that wasn't me <laughs> I don't do that that's it's, nice <coughs> to watch, it's nice to watch uh, I watched the Elimination <laughs> Chamber not knowing what happened that's quite good we got to train yeah. you on not to say things so yeah, ex exclusive screener copy is the official term we use oh was it <laughs> <coughs> oh dear it, it was my, my cousin Lee yeah, it wasn't me. Yeah, I don't Lee do. Leanne. Okay, you're making it worse. I don't Drop do it. such things. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Sorry, Tara. What, what were you saying? <laughs> oh no, I was just um, you know, when it was on Wednesday, it was really hard to avoid the spoilers. But you know, if it's a good show, it's a good show, and you're going to watch it anyway. You know what I mean? Just to kind of um, see how it presented, because you never really get the full picture of the spoilers anyway. You know, so like, even though it is on Friday, you probably still end up will watching it. You know, just Sky Plus it and then. You know, fast forward to the bad bits. 
this is the thing. The problem with spoilers is that so many people online feel the need to interject with their own opinions. And you know, do you know what? I don't give a shit about what anybody. What about the person who writes the report? Just tell me what happens. I don't want to read a review, or I don't want to read what happens in a Team 3D match, and then read two paragraphs about you saying how shit Team 3D are. I don't care about that. Yeah. So if you're not going to write spoilers, please just stop being yourself and just tell me what the fuck happened. Mark, have you changed something on on your end? You've gone all crackly. Have I? Yeah. yeah. You sound like oh, a Dalek. Uh, you, you sound like you're popping. I haven't, I haven't done anything. I haven't done anything here. Okay. Is that better? Is that no, better? No, it's it's the same. Literally, just in that last sentence that you said, it's it's gone a bit funny. What about now? Yeah, it's the same. Oh. Tell you what, tell you what, hang up and try calling back in. I just, I, I just won't talk. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, no, I've put in all this work to make sure that we can <laughs> we can have you right up until the end of the show. No, no, j- j- literally, just hang up and call back in, and um, it should like clear the line. Okay. All right. Okay, so Martin's, Martin's Martin's gone. Martin's gone. Martin's doing that. He'll call back in. Oh, and um, and what? 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 Uh, He's technical genius here at uh, MOS Towers. So, uh, what do you think of um, of the the NXT debut this past week? I thought it was, I thought it was a great show, actually. You know, um, it was unique, and you know, I thought like most people, I thought it was going to be like you know the Ultimate Fighter or tough enough, but it's really really different to what t- what um, WWE have been doing late. You know. Lately, we haven't really seen anything else like it, so I think it's been really, really cool. You know, like you had the you know Mrs. Uh, interaction with uh, Daniel Bryan was hilarious. You know, just all the little quips with uh, William Regal and all that kind of stuff was just really, really entertaining. So you know, it's a good show, and that that match you had uh, Daniel Bryan had with um, Jericho was fantastic. That was better than Raw or SmackDown in recent weeks. You know, oh, definitely a big, mm. a really good showing. Anyway, well, let's hope you know it doesn't get shit halfway through. You know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, better than a lot of the stuff on the pay-per-view, to be honest. Oh, without doubt, yeah. Like, it easily was far more entertaining than the Royal Rumble, which, you know, I felt cheated out of my money, to be honest with you, lads. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't, don't blame you. Uh, we've got Martin back. Yes, we do. I am here. There you go. Uh, I, I accidentally called um, the guy that you had the interview with. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and he answered the phone and went, hello. I'm like, shit, hang on. <laughs> so he didn't know it was you? No, I just so, called him and went hello. So if I t- if I talked to him tomorrow, <laughs> tell him it was a mis- I just pressed call and it called every single person. You know, because obviously I've got this chat thing that says you've added so and so, you've added so and so. Yeah. And by pressing call, I call all of them at once. <laughs> yeah, you got me completely confused because I couldn't add you to the conference. It was terrible. Yeah. No. Uh, right. Right. Tomorrow. Okay. Dara, thank you yeah. for calling in, my friend. No problem, guys. Thanks for having me on. No, no worries, worries dude. Okay, okay, thank you there. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, man. And we got one more call, I think, that, that wants to come on, and then... He's been trying all night, so if he calls one more time, which he's just done. Okay, cool. And this is it. The last caller <laughs> of the night. Who Who's is, this? Who is it? Who is it? Hello. Hello. Hello, who's this? Uh, it's Mark Rigger. Just uh, been listening since the Wembley show. Uh, oh, you did guys did, did you get a flyer? flyer? I did, yeah. Yes. yes. They work. Yes. They, yeah, so, they do work. That was my just dad. awesome. <laughs> wicked, wicked. Uh, what, uh, what, what do you want to talk about tonight? Uh, just about TNA this week, really. So, yeah. I was just really, really, really disappointed. Started watching it about 12 months ago, TNA. Uh, yeah. Once I got disillusioned with WWE. And TNA this week was just 
awful, man. There's too much Bischoff at the moment. I'm telling this whole thing with Abyss. I understand what the guy was saying that you did the interview with. Mm. Let it run, but I just can't see it going anywhere. I'm just really despondent with it at the moment. Yeah, I, I think that they're, they're trying to get so much stuff. Uh, they're trying to set up all the all these storylines all at once to try and you don't get follow this, up this anything through, like you guys have been saying for weeks. They just they get. Sorry, I'm struggling with the names of Lawrence that says that you never finish anything off. That's it. Like, you know, they had they the Wolf and Angle. Like, they make Wolf out to be a superstar, which yeah, I think he can be. I think the guy's ace on the mic. He's brilliant in ring, you know, and then he jobs to Abyss. And then, like, you have people like Joe job into Jordan. And then Pope jobs to Jordan. And then Pope's the next big thing. And Pope, Pope wasn't even on the show. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Just, I, I don't know. I, I really enjoy it. Some of the young work group. In ring work is awesome to watch and that, but just just seems a bit here, there, and everywhere at the moment. Yeah. I don't know if that's. It's like, it's like they, need, they need like, like another hour or two hours a week, maybe like another hour a week. Everything just feels really yeah. rushed, doesn't it? That they're they trying to do. And they, they they have there's so much, there's so much more promos and mic stuff that, that was never on there before. But obviously, that's going to happen anyway. Yeah. They need another show. Yeah, just another one-hour show to focus some of the midcards because I've just been looking on Facebook, mm. funnily enough, and Hamada has put a status update on there and it literally says Hamada needs to be on Impact more well yeah exactly and, and it kind of sums it up I mean she's fucking awesome she's yeah. brilliant mm. but it kind of sums amazing. it up that's just like one of the talent saying mm. I need to be on Impact more and they've got so many members of the roster yeah. that are not getting on TV yeah so like Angelina's not been on in a couple of weeks who's that what's that all about who's that well, Angelina Love yeah, yeah. Who, who gives a flying fuck? Sacrilege, <laughs> 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 that is. <laughs> but it's like it's like the thing is with all this, uh, like they got the Ultimate X pay per view coming up, yeah. and then you know Hogan and Abyss aren't going to be on that, no. are they? So Good. how long is it? Three weeks? No, four weeks, isn't it? So how are they going to build up a story, stories and matches and feuds for the this pay per view? Well, it's just going to be so wishy washy. I'm looking forward to seeing Kazarian do something wow, yeah. exciting. That'll be cool. What would be good then is to that is the time. I don't know what the situation is with Jeff Hardy at the moment. Like, I really don't. And what I'd like to see then, personally is just to see him get himself sorted out, get his all his drugs charges out, like, then get the guy over and get him over and bring him over big time. Because as much as AJ's awesome, Jeff Hardy is what's going to bring people to TNA. Yeah, again, that's in what my I think. opinion, yeah. you know, you need to slap the belt on him, slap the title on him, world title and run with it for six months with Jeff Hardy because he will be the person that brings people over because that guy just sells merchandise like there's no tomorrow still you know uh, Jeff Hardy yeah, yeah, he, yeah he sells it on the street and then uses the money for drugs <laughs> <laughs> no but I, I, I don't need Jeff Hardy in TNA big big style it'd be great because he's one of the biggest That's stars nice. in WWE last 18 months whatever wasn't he I just to say something like when I started watching it it was like it was really good and really impressed and I was like oh that's some the in-ring work stuff is awesome especially with AJ mm. when Hogan and Bischoff came over I kind of smelled a rat before it even started you know all that we needed Angelina to do was bring somebody like Anderson Generation Me and uh, Jeff Hardy over and I'd have been more than happy with that and just seems the roster just seems to have bloated terribly and and now they're just trying to obviously don't want people like Morley and Jordan don't want to lose the first matches and all that, but then there's, there's just too much talent there at the moment. I think I do think screen time. Morley's not even been there for a while, though, is he? No, he's, he had uh, he had one match after the the pay per view. Didn't he? Didn't he job out in the first round of that um, that uh, tournament thing to qualify for against all odds? And that was the last time we saw him. Mm. I think, 
But I mean, no, I, I've got no problem with him being off TV at all. And at least they've got rid of Steiner and Lashley as well, two arguably quote unquote big stars, and they're out of the picture now. So at least some of the younger guys are, are moving up the shuffle. A One little thing bit. I'm liking. But you say that, and Steiner was um, looked pretty good at the last pay per view that he was at when he was. Um, I forgot what his move was when he goes off the top rope. I'm sorry. Uh, no, the Frank, the Frank, Frank, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. He was Frankenstein around everybody. I've heard about that guy has trouble getting in and out of his car. Yeah, you know, it shows that he was putting effort in. If that rumor is true, you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've I've always said that about Steiner. He's he's not great in the ring anymore, but you can see he's putting the effort in. But it still has to be argued that w- would you much rather see a Steiner versus Bobby Lashley match or a Pope versus Desmond Wolf? If you're looking at sort of you know six months ago TNA or or current TNA, you know, you've got to go. Yeah, Pope that, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, again, they've both got drawing power, Steiner and, and Lashley, but at least they've realised that Steiner, you know, he, whether or not it was a joint decision or whatever, he hasn't really got a place anymore. Well, apparently it was down to Flair because of the fact of the heat between him and Flair going back to of WCW. Course, yeah, yeah. And they've got more star power in Flair than what they've got in Steiner. Mm. Saying that, that's a bit of a tight thing to do for Steiner. Yeah. Because, yeah, he can't go anymore, but there was still a role for Scott Steiner. He could have done an enforcer's role. He could have done something... He, he could, could have still just, go. Just come out every week and do a five-minute promo because they were hysterical. Just do five press-ups. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the match with Angelina Love on his back. What is it? <laughs> what, where, where's this hate towards Angelina Love coming I from? I like Angelina. I know, yeah, what's all about? Well, yeah. I've I've never liked her. You you think she's the most attractive one out of the beautiful? No, people. I don't think she's the most attractive one out of the beautiful people. I reckon she's got talent. Lacey's the most attractive one where? out of the beautiful people. Where where has she got talent? Yeah, she's not in, that bad. In her in boobs. Th- <laughs> Even they're not great. So she's I mean, she's not that bad. I don't in the think ring. she looks. She looked better before she went away. I don't think she looks as hot now. She looks like a horse. She looks like a blow up doll. <laughs> I've already said that. A blow up horse. Blow up doll. <laughs> but I think the one good thing that I'm thinking is Hogan is really over with the uh, impact zone. They yeah, love, they love him. Yeah, that's great. true. And he's got the same hair as Angelina Love as well. It's what? the same colour. That they use the same bleach. That's cruel. It's that not. Is, it's true. Just off, I speak mate. the truth, people. I am <laughs> the messi- go, ministry guys, messiah, and I speak the truth. Are you guys thinking we're going to get get abyss in red and yellow? I hope oh, not. God, no, and he tears no. off the shirt. <laughs> yeah, he's going to come out. It's almost as bad as AJ with streaks. <laughs> like like how, how do you know what his underpants look like? Uh, he's gonna come. He's gonna come out to the ring in a Bissomania t-shirt. A Bissomania. But that could be it. They, they, they could be doing this. No, do you know what he's gonna come out in? Go on. Do, do you remember what they were selling at the uh, the UK TNA tour? That we oh, the mask. Hulk Hogan no. mask. No. The masks. No. <laughs> Oh Jesus! And actually, if you look in uh, this month's FSM, uh, FightingSpiritMagazine.co.uk, there's there is a, an advert. There is an advert where you can buy your very own AJ Styles or Hulk Hogan mask. Why would you want to? <laughs> I bought a Wolf T-shirt. That's gonna be enough. Surely. I, I want. I Put want to look like Hulk Hogan. I want You've got to. T-shirt. I've always wanted to look like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It's on page thirty-nine. Here you go. Uh, and you, you get the t-shirt you get the AJ t-shirt or the Hogan t-shirt uh, and the mask for 20 quid so you can actually wear the Hulkamania t-shirt with the Hulk Hogan mask over the top that's so awesome it does actually look as though you are Hulk Hogan I've already got I'm an idiot I bought the t-shirt off a of TNA uh, from America and it's got stitched on all the taxes <laughs> it cost me loads see all you've got to do is like hunch over a bit and hobble around and get screwed over by your ex-wife and people will think you are actually Hulk Hogan I do want that TNA belt buckle though it's the old logo. I know. <laughs> no wonder they're it, getting shot it, it of them. It looks cheap. nice. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. 
moving on right it's uh it's, it's like quarter past 10 now and uh we need to start winding the show down we've made up for the fact that i cut the show short last week we have we have oh, double yes. made up for it yes but uh thank you very much for your call anyway no problems cheers and uh, keep, keep listening yeah we'll do all right speak cheers, to you soon mate, mate. Bye. take care oh, there we go another marathon show Yes. Yeah, and definitely made up. Great show. We've we've gone 15 minutes over, which, like I say, does make up for for last week. And have you noticed the the lack of commercial breaks tonight? We really haven't had that many. (laughs) We've had about two, haven't we? I think we've had possibly three maximum. It's been a lot of talk fest, man. It has been a talk fest. Buy the t shirts, everybody. Yeah, buy the t shirts. Ministryislam.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the page and uh, click on the banner there. 12 quid, including postage and packaging. You can't do better than that. We've got them. Yeah, and they're not cheap, shitty ones either. They're they're um, top quality they stuff. They are good yeah, quality. They are really. How's yours doing, Mark? Have you washed it a couple of times? It's great. Do you know, I wear it uh, around the house, and obviously, <laughs> if I go to a, no, no, no <laughs> yeah, you, you event, wear it around wear the house it. to do all the, the like dodgy jobs, like gardening and stuff. And <laughs> if, if, I go, if I go to an event, it comes out. And Lee's been wearing his since TNA in Bournemouth. It's the <laughs> first time tonight I've seen him not in it. I haven't washed it. It <laughs> smells. It's well, velvet. It, smell, it smells of velvet. Sky. It does. He's yeah. got He's keep it. He's got to keep wearing it every. Every, all, like all week and he, it's a special Wrestlemania prize where he's oh, got yeah. Lee's sweat on it it's a combination of the <laughs> smell of me and Velvet Sky combined and you couldn't want a better prize than that it's a winner it's a winner it is you need help <laughs> seriously <laughs> oh dear I do need help have you got Velvet Sky's number uh, okay. can I get a Lee and Andy mask with it what a Lee and Andy masks that's what we need no, that would just be wellies. We could do that. Do some Leonard and Andy masks. Let's yeah, do it. I reckon it could happen. And we sell, if we give those away with the t shirts, every order, we give away a Leonard and Andy mask. Okay, there you we'll, go. We'll do that. Do that, man. I think we should definitely do it. <laughs> Nick, we'd like, <laughs> that'd be really weird. <laughs> Put it on Facebook. That would really freak people out if we each got a mask and we wore different masks. Yeah, you wear each other's mask. Yeah, yeah, that'd be it. We could have an we'll army of podcast Andy. or some like, YouTube video. Yeah, be, oh, we, should, we should spread the word about. I do get Martin involved in this. We're going to do a, a a SmackDown versus Raw like pay per view event of our own and build yes. it for the fight next week and build our character. Yes, the special okay. WrestleMania. Yeah, thing. yeah we're, we're going to do this as a gift for all of our fans. WrestleMania weekend, we're going to all create our own individual character as ourselves, not just like a random character uh, on SmackDown. So um, you know they've got to be semi anatomically correct. If you, uh, yeah. Anyway, I want um, my peeps to get behind me to win that man. Yeah, and then we're all going to control our own characters and have like a an elimination a chamber, elimination chamber yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Film it and put it on YouTube. Uh. I was, I'm up for that. Except I sold my copy of SmackDown versus Raw. Oh, I haven't got oh, it, but I'm going to get one because it's quite cheap now. <laughs> but I, I did create my own character. I did. Uh, there is a me. I played my my um, the one I did the Road to WrestleMania on was me. We'll, we'll, we'll film um, it for YouTube and put it on YouTube. Can I just ask a question? Go on. How do we get all five characters on the same game? You just uh, play online. Online, brother. Yeah. Oh, that answers it. There Elimination, and we can get one special one one person as long as we're Xbox Live to come in and create their character. Uh, we, we've already thought of this. Yeah, we have. Who is it? Kelly. Oh, Kelly. Well, she yes, does Kelly. New, so that's the the sixth person. Yeah. So, yeah. I, or Meryl but she's crap at games <laughs> yeah well, bring I her in her then awesome <laughs> <laughs> she, could, she could be Seamus <laughs> yeah gets eliminated straight away oh dear that's a special we, we don't know where we could do it maybe Wrestlemania we'll put a film it for YouTube yeah yeah, yeah we'll do it the MOS channel it's definitely a plan it's right definitely links a plan. right links yeah or plugs, plugs even. even I'm going to do Martin first plugs 
Oh, well, FS, uh, issue 51 uh, of FSM is out now with a lovely big picture of Dolph Ziggler on the front. Awesome. Uh, it has uh, a big feature about why the WWE's young talent needs to start pushing themselves, just as Shawn Michaels and Triple H did back in the day. Uh, it has a big piece about Bret Hart and why his coming back is not a good idea. Um, you know, we've got a huge interview with Jim Cornette where he doesn't mention Vince Russo once. Uh, second part of our Dixie Carter interview where she talks about Vince Russo being a nice guy and all this kind of bollocks um, we're pushing for another UK pay-per-view from TNA and uh, WWE we did a big experiment uh, turning a non-wrestling fan into a wrestling fan that was quite an interesting one to do Yes. and then there's loads of other bits and pieces in there as well uh, there's a competition to win a PSP Go and a TNA Impact game and loads of other bits and also if you subscribe now uh, we're currently giving away the uh, Dragon Gate Pro Wrestling Invasion UK DVD as a, a subscription gift. I got that one, it's uh, good. Yeah, and it's uh, £29 for a year subscription, so not only do you get a £15 DVD for free, but I think you get like uh, £10.50 off the cover price or something like that, so yeah, well worth it, well worth it. There you go, awesome. Uh, Lawrence? Right, we got to do two now, we've got to do the, right, the, the biggest rock tribute tour coming up in the UK this year, the Legends of Rock. Tour, i.e., so it's www.legendsofrock.ie. We will be partnering with them. Ministry of Slam will be yep. partnering with the Legends of Rock Tour. Oh, yes, so we've already got a link on the website actually. Yeah, check it out. I think that's amazing. It's going to be very good for all of us. Everyone involved is going to be good. Can we go see it? We can go see it. Uh, well, all the dates will be announced very shortly. The first date is when's the first date? 24th of April. 24th of April at the Button Factory in Dublin. Featuring Crash, Guns, was it? Uh, Guns Full of Roses and Higher on Maiden. There you go. Nice. Higher and the Bone Factory in Dublin. So go to that. Brilliant. Check it out. Awesome. And also, we've got to do the classic voodoovegas.com. And if anyone wants the Soul and Kind theme tune of the Ministry of Sam, and possibly, no, I won't say anything. <laughs> yes, uh, Soul and Kind from the Ministry of Sam, please go on to ministry, uh, voodoovegas.com. If, if it ends up at TNA, who's yeah. going to get it? Uh, beautiful oh, people, question, mate. Don't don't mention it. it. Might not. Beautiful people. No, but let's hypothesise. If it gets there, who's going to get it? I think it would be an awesome, beautiful people theme. Like so unkind. It, the, the mate, it does work it, actually. It, it will work. Yeah, man. We record it as well. Be yeah. great. Yeah, and you have them in the video, like new yeah, version of the video with me. Yeah, yeah. It'd be nice if AJ did it <coughs> instead of I am like. The phenomenal one. It's a perfect song for a wrestling wrestler's entrance. It is. It is. It is. Andy, um, well, okay, I've got one plug, but a very quick question for you, Mark. We've been asked in the chat room is FSM available in the USA? If so, where? Yes, it is. Uh, we have a deal with Barnes and Noble. Uh, so if you check Barnes and Noble, you might be able to find it. The only downside there is that I think our US shipping is a month behind. So. Uh, if issue 51's just come out then that means issue 50 should be in the US now which has um, got a big picture of Hulk Hogan in black on the cover Hulk Hogan. FSM um, in red and if our you, can, you can subscribe from right. the US ok um, that's what we're going to ask and the second question is why has The Rock never been on your cover uh, we've had no reason to put them on there I guess. fair point uh, silvervision.co.uk for all the WWE DVDs in the UK and Europe and fight DVD for all of your MMA DVDs same place Awesome, and uh, I'm just going to plug the t-shirts again because it's what I've been doing all night. Thanks to Lawrence for reminding me. Yeah. Uh, Ministryislam.com banner at the bottom of the page. Click there, you can order your t-shirts. Uh, Twelve pounds, including postage and packaging, anywhere else in the world. 
and uh, also uh, don't forget to check out Trade Dog tomorrow WrestlingNewsLive.tk which you know we've already if you go to their site now WrestlingNewsLive.tk there's uh, already a post on there with the audio from our show which hasn't even finished yet Blimey. of him on our show earlier tonight has he got the bit where I phoned him up as well uh, yeah, presumably, presumably, yeah, yeah, could be that, could be oh, that. Fantastic, <laughs> brilliant. brilliant. Uh, so yeah, check that out, and uh, archive's going to be available uh, well some point on Tuesday. So yeah, check that out. Sweet uh, wrestlingnewslive.tk, and uh, don't forget next week we have uh, TNA's very own Brutus Magnus, uh, Nick Aldis on the show. He looks like Grace Slime. He does look like Grace Slime, and according FSM to Colonist as well. Yes, yes and FSM columnist, does, of course. Uh, mon- monthly column for us. He's a very good writer, very good guy. He is. Uh, well worth the read. Absolutely. Definitely. So there we go. And uh, with that, 22 minutes past 10 tonight. It's been a marathon one. It has. Uh, we're going to sign off, and we'll see you guys next week. Take care. Bye.